making waves and it's orange they believe Fall nations tailgating and the raring to go Yeah, when kneeling gets to rocking, it's a hell of a show Starting now, Spanky. There we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vols Deep Podcast, episode 28. Now, time flies. Uh, it's odd not having Tennessee football this week, but we're going to talk a lot about college football and basketball tonight, some NFL talk. Spanky, Spur, Corbin, how y'all doing? We're bundled up in this uh, Vols cave here. It's a little chilly. Fine, dandy, and sweet as candy. Hey, we'll go on bowling, by God. Going bowling. Uh, as always, coming to you live from the Vol Cave. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Share this out for us. Give us some likes if you don't care. Uh, if you can't listen to the full show tonight, it will be uploaded on uh, all podcast platforms later tonight. So we're, we have a ton to talk about regarding the Tennessee football team. The transfer portal is in full effect. We'll also hit on some Tennessee basketball, both men and women, of course. It's not been uh, pretty for our Lady Vols. No, it's, it's not been pretty at all. But, you know, the, the season's still young. Uh, our Lady Vols need some help right now. Rakia Jackson should be coming back soon, so that'll help. They're, they're playing Middle Tennessee State as we speak, and it's currently, well, as I, about two minutes ago, it was still tied going into the second quarter. Yeah, the, the men have been a little bit sloppy as well. You know, they shine in moments, but uh, we'll, hit, we'll hit more of that. We keep, I keep saying it, though, it's been a rough start for Kelly, and they really need Rakia Jackson back bad. Really bad. Um, Tennessee football is going bowling versus Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, we'll talk more about this matchup versus the Hawkeyes later. It's going to be fun. It's going to be warm. Orlando, baby. What do you think, Spank? Hey, I feel pretty good about the matchup because, you know, Iowa, they uh, they struggle with touchdowns, and touchdowns has somewhat been our strong suit, so we, we could be in for a good game. Uh, we have this week's game predictions coming up. We have uh, giveaways. Spur, who won last week's? Prediction oh, give giveaway. Two seconds, I'll tell you. Two seconds. Oh, Divi. Kevin Carr was the winner last week. Okay, Kevin Carr. Have you messaged him yet? I have not, okay. but I tagged him in the, in the post. Okay, good deal. Congratulations, Kevin, uh, for winning last week's giveaway. Uh, we'll message you. Uh, we'll be doing another one tonight. Uh, what are we calling this one tonight, Spur? I don't know. Bullmageddon. Bowmageddon. Bowmania. Bowm- I like Bowmania. How the bowl stole Cofield. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> one. Let's hope that one doesn't get screwed either. <laughs> All right, so at the end of the show, we will do our big bowl game pick em. Speaking of predictions, the current football pick em standings go as follows. In first place, we have Corbin still. Uh, he went 5-5 five and five last week Uh-oh. and still in first place. His overall record is 86-49. and 49. Spanky moved up to second place, going Booyah. seven and three, overall record of eighty four fifty one. Wait, what's Corbin's at? Eighty six forty nine. You're two behind him. I'm two behind him. Okay. Uh, I'm in third place. I went five and five. I'm eighty three and fifty two, and then in last place, Spur also went five and five, eighty two and fifty three. So it's tight. It's tight. We're real tight. What Travis go this week? Travis did not do so play. well this week. He didn't. No, he he did not. I, yeah, Travis bombed out this week. So Corbin, Spur, and myself all went five and five. Oh, um, all right, Corbin picked fifty-three total points, Georgia versus Bama. Spur picked sixty-four. I picked fifty-four. The game had fifty-one total points. Ah. So Spur has to dip into the cup of misfortune. Tonight, Yet again. Uh, we'll see what his punishment is for losing 
last week's Pick'em. We'll also explain uh, how all that works towards the end of the show so you all can get in on the Vols Deep Pick'em. Uh, we have Start Bench Cut. We have Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other. And, of course, we have the Duel. Um, who will win the championship belt tonight? Fan and listener voted, so stick around and vote in the comment section on uh, who you think wins the three-man duel. Uh, Still trying to figure that out. <laughs> well, <laughs> we kind of we kind of added a third. But uh, you don't want to miss that entertainment. It's always fun. Uh, we'll be right back with our recap. Please share this out for us. Hit the like button, and let's have a good time tonight. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Vol Daddy. I want to give a big shout-out to the Fairview Union Great musicians, local people, Chad's from my hometown. They were gracious enough to let us use their music for our podcast. Make sure you check them out. They're huge Tennessee fans. You won't be disappointed. Let's hear them play. Man, you won't believe that roar When the boys find a checkerboard The big orange is back It's a fact Volunteers, where you at? Get loud, stand proud Send a message to the crowd Welcome back to episode 28 of the Vols Deep Podcast, coming to you live on Facebook, both of our channels, and YouTube. Uh, about to hit this week's recap. Appreciate the comments, the likes, and the shares. Uh, Miranda wants to know why we have our hats on and hairs up. Uh, I guess they're, they've got their hoods on because they're scared that I'm working while on myself and cut my hair. Well, I'm just kidding. Mine's up in a bun. You know, the, it's cold, huh? It's cold. Yeah, the cold. owner of the Vols Deep Studio here hasn't afforded heat yet, so it's... A little chilly. Need more sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Sponsor us so we can get heat in here. Yeah, y'all are, y'all are <laughs> freezing us I, th- I think everybody needs to, you know, uh, send some money our way for sponsors so we can get a heater. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a blessing for we you. got a heater. It just ain't on right now, boys. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a blessing to you, everybody out there. So give us, let, let, I think we need to do a special hey, love speak, offering. Speaking of sponsors, we missed one last week. I don't, I don't think he's watching yet, but I want to go ahead and. Throw a thank you out to Mark Avery for sending us some stars again last week. We completely missed it somehow. I didn't see it either. I didn't see it either. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Hahn says Big Ten Construction needs to pony up. They do. They need to send some some big bucks in, Jonathan. Your brother, you're going to have to get on him. Everybody hit Jonathan up, too. He's a big big shot at the uh, volunteer club, and uh, he can hook you up with uh, anything you need you need done there. So hey, I'm also looking forward to that volunteer club tailgate in Orlando. It's going to be awesome. Tell us more about the volunteer club tailgate in Orlando in the comments, Jonathan. Uh, let's start with Tennessee football. They've been selected to go to a bowl game in Orlando. Uh, the Citrus Bowl, we were kind of familiar with that back in the day, but uh, projected to go to a few different bowls, but not this one. Uh, Tennessee plays Iowa January 1st. I love the matchup. It's a pretty big, pretty big bowl game, bigger than what we – was projected to get honestly, and uh, it's a lead into the college. It's the last bowl game of the season. That's the lead in to later that day for the college football playoff. And you know, Iowa, they're ten and three on the season. They've had some losses this year. They lost to Penn State, Michigan, and Minnesota, but they did manage to beat Purdue, Wisconsin, Western Michigan, Rutgers teams, Northwestern teams like that. So I'm pretty confident in us going in this bowl game. You know, I'd completely forgotten about the Citrus Bowl when you can't spell citrus about no, UT, right? That's right. You, you knew yeah. it was coming. Somebody was going to say Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. 
You know, I've been looking at the Gator Bowl and the Quest Bowl, but... Liberty Bowl? It was a nice surprise to hear that we got a New Year's Day bowl game. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's in Orlando. It's better than Jacksonville, that's for sure. Uh, It's somewhere Tennessee hasn't been in several years, and I think it's great news for the fans and should be a fun atmosphere. You can go ride roller coasters and enjoy a ball game. I wanted to be in Memphis, but that's beside I the point. I want Memphis just for Graceland, but we'll that bad idea? Guys, we could go visit Graceland sometime. You know, right. it's in our home state. Put it, put it on our list, then. Yeah. So I'm going to drive eight hours. I want to see water. Okay. There's there's plenty of swimming pools in Orlando. We'll we'll be fine. Are you even going? I don't know. Yeah. No. You know how busy my schedule is. It's going to be a defensive you, showdown. You that's for sure. No. Okay. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. No it should be a defensive uh, showcase, so to speak. I don't know about that, but. Uh, uh, over under thirty eight newsflash. Take the under. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, good news. Tennessee offensive lineman John Campbell has announced he'll be returning for the Volunteers next season. Um, this is huge news. Huge news. We needed the offensive line depth bad, and uh, I like John Campbell. I think it's you know I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Him and and Cooper Mays both coming back. Mm-hmm. It seems you know we get one or two more and it returns on the line. It, we should be set up pretty well there. Also, Tennessee linebacker Keenan Peely has announced he will return in 2024. I'm not sure if that has to be a – I heard it's got to be a waiver, but um, at least he's going to try, I think. I think you know, I think, I think the NCAA smartened up a little bit on some of these. Uh, they're wanting kids to, to finish out their careers healthy and stuff. But you could see a star in Peely from day one. You know, he, he come out there uh, uh, and, and made a mark on Tennessee early and then the injury happened. It kind of makes me wonder if – he was healthy enough to return this year, but they held him out held him just out. just so he could have this uh, waiver to come back for a full season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is massive news, and not not only just for his talent, but um, like like he was the defensive play caller, you know, in in his first year here. So just having his leadership in the locker room is going to be huge. Um, Tennessee will have <clears throat> some huge transfer portal talent on campus this weekend for official visits. The nation's number one wide receiver from South Carolina, Juice Wells, who lit our high ends up. Twice. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be here. Uh, it would be a huge pickup for Tennessee. Um, it's between us and Texas. I would love to steal him from Shane Beamer. I think he's looking to get some money. So, uh, uh, volunteer club, Haslam's, whoever it's going to be, let's, let's pony up and get Juice Wells here. The big shot Jonathan Hahn needs to, needs to sign some members up tonight so we can – we can land uh, Juice Wells. Josh, I am cold. Uh, and then also the nation's number one tight end from Connecticut will be on campus, Justin Jolly. Uh, this is very, very important considering we're losing Jacob Warren and McAllen Castles. It's pretty crazy that Connecticut even had the number one tight end in the nation. In the, in the, in the portal. In yeah, the portal. In, oh, in the portal? Yeah. But against Tennessee this year, he had eight catches for 89 yards. So That's crazy. Yep, so he, he's good. He's legit. Yeah, he got him a taste of Neyland Stadium and wants to come back for more, I hope. I, th- I, I think we will land him. I do. Yeah, it'll be a, th- a big pickup for us because we certainly need help in that position right now. I hear the comment section real quick. Uh, Miranda says you need to get Tommy Lee Francis from Morgan County today to sponsor since you school him on jokes on his podcast, Cough, yeah, Cough, okay. Corbin Rogers. <laughs> Where is old Tommy? I know he's listening. I know he's listening out there. He he ain't he ain't stopped in in a while. I give him stars and he can't give them back. It seems. 
You gave him 50 last I night. Know it. 50 stores. Jonathan says, expect a great tailgate from the Volunteer Club. We'll try to have breakfast-style foods and drinks from our sponsors, as always. Um, if you would like to join the Volunteer Club, you should probably ask Luke first. He's the best. Thank you, Jonathan. I'm trying to keep keep that record going. Hey, I'll be honest. I mean, honestly, the Volunteer Club does do it right. They do. It's great. Like, it's awesome. Me and Luke, we... I mean, we tailgate some games, and you come hang out with us, but there's a, some games where you know, just we don't have no intention tailgating because it's so much fun and easy to go to the volunteer club because they have such a great setup and everything. I'm surprised you can even remember what you're doing before the game. And, and an awesome setup for the away games as well. You know, we've, we tailgate with a volunteer club in both Florida and in Missouri, and they were both excellent tailgates. So I expect nothing less in Orlando. Yeah, it's going to be great. Brady Potter says, go dogs." I guess he's talking about the Washington Huskies. Yeah, yeah go, go Huskies. Go Huskies. That's who we're pulling for. Uh, Ryan I guess Damon. them uh, dogs, um, you know, they might not get a bowl game, but we might talk about that one later. We yeah. are going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that true? What, I don't know. We're going to talk about we'll it. We'll see. Uh, Ryan says, go Vols. No one could be coming home possibly from Texas a I hope so. I hope so, too. Uh, I know Michigan's taking a hard look at him. I'm not sure how hard we're uh, pursuing him just yet, but. We need to get on the phone for sure. Robin Shelton says, as always, what's up and go Gators. And then Dustin Goes says, are we getting Seton tomorrow with the number one offensive uh, tackle in the country? I think there's a very good chance that we land the number one offensive line. Anybody's guess right now, though. Did you see his Instagram post earlier? I didn't see the the Instagram. He retweeted, uh, oh, what's uh, Boo Carter's Instagram where he's wearing it. The, the Titans jersey and oh, kind of made a cryptic message about being together. So okay. we'll see. I, you know, the playing time is going to be there for him. And uh, yeah, I think there's a very, very good chance that we land the nation's number one offensive tackle in the country tomorrow. Um, Tennessee beats George Mason last night, 87 66. Jonas Adu led the team 17 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Josiah Jordan James followed with 15 points, six assists, six rebounds. Tobey Awaka, 11 points and seven rebounds, and Dalton Connect, uh, 10 points, three, re- three rebounds, and two assists. Sloppy, but they pulled it out. Uh, Go ahead, Corbin. Go ahead. You stole the mic. Uh, Dalton Connect, uh, kind of a down game for him, but uh, he'll be all right. And, but George Mason's not a uh, terrible basketball team, honestly. Like, you think we'll beat them by 60, but they've always been a pretty decent basketball team. And we're, we're going to get better through the season as mm-hmm. the season goes on, honestly. Because we so far we've faced some stiff competition so far to start the season out. And we've had some good wins against some good teams, but we had them losses. But as the season goes on, we'll get better. And when SEC play comes, it'll be, it'll be uh, pretty intense. Yeah, it's like Corbin said. You know, it was a sluggish start. George Mason come into the game at 7-1 and one on the year. So, uh, mm-hmm. we gave them only their second loss, and we won the game by 21 points. Uh, we're very, very, very deep still. And yeah, it's still – This, so, it's, this it's basketball early. team it is super still early. has a chance to be very special. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited to see what happens once we get into SEC play. Yeah, people are panicking. There's no reason at all to panic right now. Like, it, it don't matter till March. Yeah, and Viscovi hasn't even come anywhere near being full strength yet. So, uh, yeah, we'll be all right. Look, you can be a – 10 seed in the NCAA tournament go to the championship. Oh, yeah. Proven fact. Mm-hmm. It's about getting hot at the right the right time. Yep. Uh, Tennessee men will play again this Saturday versus Georgia Southern at 7 p.m. Uh, the Lady Vols, they continue to struggle. Ohio State beats them by 20 points on Sunday. Um, currently playing MTSU. Do you got an update on that, Spur? Uh, just, just from when I walked in here, it was okay. tied going into the second quarter. 
But, uh, you know. Yeah, Kelly's got to get it together. Uh, Kelly Harper's team seemed to play uninspired against Ohio State this past weekend. But just like the men, they're playing some very, very uh, uh, stiff competition. Uh, five teams we played top 20. Yeah. Or top 15. Yeah, four or five teams in the top 15. Uh, seems like every team they play is ranked. Aria Kia Jackson is still out. Getting her healthy is very important. It, it's clear she's the leader of this team. Uh, there's lots of folks calling for Harper to be fired. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I personally, I'm, I'm not in that camp. I feel like she's a very positive thing for the Lady Vols. But we're going to have to start seeing results or that seat's going to get much hotter very quickly. It is. It is. Um, with the comment box real quick, one more time. Um, Brady Potter says Georgia dogs, the only real dogs. Laying uh, in the, laying in the uh, playoffs, though. Hey, Washington, they've got uh, dogs on their helmet. You see that? Yeah. they got dogs on their helmet. Uh, Joss wants to know what's going on with Vescovi. I don't know, man. There's, He's not the same you know, not the same player. I don't know if it's – I know his – what was it? His grandma died right before season started. Well, yeah, he, he missed what, that first uh, preseason yeah. game or something. So, I don't know. I mean, if it, that could have something to do with it or, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's mental. And you made a mistake, Luke. We do play Illinois on Saturday. Oh, okay. Dustin go, Dustin go called us out for it. Oh, excuse me. I want to say, say welcome to Lynn Storm. There's, there's an old former wrestler. Lynn Storm, check it out, our podcast. Oh. Spanky's asleep. He don't know what's going on. He just says y'all going to have to let Spanky baby talk. He's a peacock. He needs to fly. Yeah, you ain't talked in like 10 minutes, Spanky. What's going on with you? It's nice in here right now. Look, sometimes it's just better to uh, let people think you're a dumbass than open your mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> uh, Josh Jackson says Lady Vols are down at four at the half. Mm. So against Middle Tennessee, not good. Mm. Uh, Terry Reeves says just joined the co-captain program, the Volunteer Club. Looking forward to helping out all that I can. That's awesome, Terry. Yeah, uh, get as many people as you can. And uh, Jesse wants to know any update on the Legends of Tennessee football camp. No updates yet. We're just we're just raising the money, but uh, it's for sure it's for sure going to happen, and we will post updates as it, as it goes. It's a go, Jesse, so we're going to have it. It's a go, 100%. We just got to get the sponsors to, to raise the money. But uh, that was our recap. We'll be right back with our uh, first main talking point of the day. We're back with our first main talking point. You should, Spur. Of the day, presented by, you ready, Spanky? Big Orange, Don't concrete, even do it. pumping. I'm not even doing it. You people are so stupid. I can't call them, y'all. It's stupid right, when we do it. Let's, I'll do one just for you, Spanky. First main talking Go point ahead. of the day, presented by Big Orange, concrete, pumping. I'm the first one to do it. Taylor. You two catch on like a bunch of buffoons. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Taylor Jones with Big Orange Concrete Pumping has been doing this type of work for a very long time. He has one of the biggest lime pumps in the state, just like Spanky. So make sure to reach out to Big Orange Concrete Pumping for any of your concrete needs. Let's get Vols deep. Let's talk some college football playoffs. Oh, boy. 
Number one, we've got Michigan, two, Washington, three, Texas, and four, Alabama. Did the committee get this right? This will be fun. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first on this one. Ten minutes, let him go. I'll go first on this one. I know it's been talked about to death. People are probably sick and tired of seeing people talk about it. But it matters on what your perspective is for college, the, the playoffs. Is it the best four teams or is it the most deserving? The most deserving team was, I hate to say it, but the Florida State Seminoles. They went undefeated. They won their conference. They did everything that was asked of them to do. They can't help it that they played scrubs. Okay, like that. That's whoever was scheduling a few years back. Fifty fifth type of schedule. Yeah, and that's not this team's fault. That's not oh, no, these saying, group I'm, of I'm players' fault. Just throwing that out there, they did. Dog. They did what they could. And if you think about it, Clemson. If Clemson would have made this a field goal back when they played. None of this would be talked about right now because well, Florida State would be a one-loss team. Mm-hmm. So you could be said about Alabama and a Hail Mary at 4th and 31. Yeah, that's that, right. That's true. You know, things happen throughout the season. It's, um, mm-hmm. But, no, I think Florida State is the most deserving team to be in. When their conference undefeated, boom, that should automatically be in. But the main thing that we talk about here is the best four teams. And I do think that Alabama is a better football team than Florida State. And I think, like we'll talk about here in a few minutes, if Florida State plays that bowl game, I think Georgia will beat them because I do think that Georgia is a better football team than Florida State is. So it, it just matters on how your perspective is. You know, it it was an impossible task. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, no matter what, someone was going to be left out and upset. The easy answer would have been to have no SEC teams at all. But we all know that SEC money talks. Oh, yeah, it's about viewers, money. You know, on this podcast four weeks ago, I said that Alabama was my pick to win even over Georgia. And look who's sitting there now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said eight weeks ago. Truth be told, (laughs) Georgia is a team who got screwed. Uh, Who's got the measuring tape? They lost in the SEC championship by three points. It was their first loss in 30 games. They were back-to-back national champions. And they don't even get a shot at a Mm three-peat. Oh, well, sucks to be them. I feel so terrible for them. I feel so terrible. I did. I just said that eight weeks ago, Alabama was going to be a team that went to the SEC mm-hmm. Championship and beat Georgia and go to the national with well, the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they've done that. Uh, if Florida State gets screwed, it's hard. It's hard to say that they did or did not for me, honestly. Yeah, well, because y'all both had great. Both y'all's points are spot on. Honestly, this is just part of it. Uh, next year. Uh, we're going to have 12 team playoff. Mm-hmm. If you're not inside the top, there will be controversy in 12 and 13. You know, that's going to be. No, if you're the 13th team, you should just shut up. But right. the, there's going to be controversy and people will be bitching. Well, Tennessee's but, 13. Should we shut up? Well, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Just think if this was uh, 10 years ago, we'd be sitting here debating the BCS, just two teams. So let's say Tennessee's like 11. Nico goes down, they put us at 13. Should we complain then? Well, look, if we're not good enough to get into it, like it, then yeah. It, I mean, it right now, this is four teams getting a shot, and it's not the greatest thing ever. But I think the fourth best got the opportunity, like Spanky said, deserving the best. Mm-hmm. He said it the best you can honestly say it. And uh, four best next year it'll be twelve teams, and uh, and if you're not in the top twelve, then don't even bitch because you got twelve opportunities out there. You know, People likes to complain. That's mm-hmm. a, that's the number one thing. People likes to complain, and you know that gives you that's something. What the show about. was built on. 
I don't know if it's the four best teams because I, I certainly believe Georgia is still better than Texas. I do too. Uh, so I, do I don't too. think it's the four best teams. I think it has to do with almighty dollar because I think I've seen somewhere that ESPN is expecting a $150 million difference from Alabama and Texas being in over Florida State. So uh, that, that speaks a lot right there. And there was no way the committee could get away with putting two SEC teams in. That would have been – No, uh, not after the season, yeah. Not, not after the season we've had. Uh, you know, it, it sucks to be Florida State, but uh, – We'll talk about that game here in just a minute. Well, you got to look at it too. What's a bigger uh, big game matchup there? You got Michigan, Florida State, or Michigan, Alabama? Well, like, you know, huge. people are just going to watch that game just because the names. Like, you might not ever watch college football, but you're going to watch that game because you know them two teams. Let's ask ourselves would Florida, would you put, pick Florida State against any team in the top 10 right now? Would you pick Florida Without State? Without Jordan over, Travis? No. With Jordan Travis? Yes. Would you pick Florida State over Penn State right now? Like I said, nope. would. Uh, right now, Florida State, no. Pretty pretty high on Penn State, so. We're about to hit that in a second, too. It's a, it's a yes and no. I mean, it sucks for Florida State, but um, I don't know. It's got to be a tough pill to swallow. But they're uh, right now, they're not a de- – I mean, they're definitely not a top four team without Travis. I don't know. We need a, we need the 12, like, years ago. It's a, it, it's honestly tough. I mean, even for Georgia, they're so – What are you smirking at over there? <laughs> Just these comments, I can't handle them sometimes. Like after you? Hell yeah. E- even for Georgia, like it, it, it's. Oh, your dad? It, yeah. It, it's pretty crazy that Georgia went like two, three years undefeated, and here they lose one game and they're out of everything. Like, but Ohio State was done the same way, so. Yeah. I don't know, man. All right, so so way the to- top. The competition is is pretty tough at top in college football at the moment. Especially like non-SEC. I mean, it's really good. Uh, but I think it's just because the SEC is down. Uh, way too early off the record. When these aren't going to be official until we get closer. But um, who do you have, Michigan versus Bama, right now? Alabama. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you in just a minute. I'm going to make a full sentence here. He's passing the torch, Corbin. I've got uh, Alabama. And uh, I've got Alabama winning it all. I've got Alabama as well. I, I think they can stop Michigan's run, and when they do that, it's mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. All four of us pick Alabama. Washington versus Texas. Texas. I'm gonna say I'm going Washington now because I've stayed with them all year long. I'm not going anywhere. Go Huskies. Go go real dogs. I'll, I'll tell you what. Here's here's what I want to happen. I want pure chaos to happen in this. I want it to be. Uh, Crazy! I want Alabama. That's why the twelve is going to be so good. Yeah, I want Alabama to win the first game. As much as I love Washington, I hope they win the whole thing. I hope they win the whole thing. I also want to see Texas beat Washington for the national championship you game. Get a rematch to be Washington to be a uh, Alabama versus Texas, and then I want Florida State to somehow beat Georgia, leaving Florida State as the only undefeated team left. You know, that, oh, that, that, that's interesting. Then, then what do you do, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> then Florida State will be doing what a. Uh, UCF did. Well, They're going to be hanging up national championship well, you bands. Could bet, you could bet an AP or a coach's poll or someone out there, a computer, would, would put Florida State in as number one. They're not only in the defeated team at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, would be, it, would be, it would be unreal <laughs> if that happened. I think I'm going to take Texas on the other hand. Uh, I, I mean, if we can get Texas and Alabama again, that's going to be a hell of a game. That's money right there. That, that's going to be a money game because they're one and one right now in the past two years. And uh, it's a, kind of like a new rivalry. Start, it's kind of like it's a scripted new library for the SEC. James Fair says, they, nope, they got it wrong. Uh, Spanky's woman, Edith, says the price is wrong. 
Bob Barker style and says so are the playoffs. Josh Jackson says the reason Florida State got left out is TCU last year, undefeated Power Five conference champion, got slaughtered in the national championship. They did win their semifinal game, though. Yeah, they did. Uh, Edith says Texas is a team that doesn't belong. Coasted in because they beat a completely different Bama. Um, I don't they, disagree with that. I don't disagree, but they I still – Georgia's better than Texas. I, mean, I agree. Georgia yeah. is better than Texas. I, I'm glad Georgia's not in it because it's just funny. But James says if it's the best teams, then Washington shouldn't be in it. Oh, what? No, if there's anybody that shouldn't be in it, it should be Texas. If there's anybody that shouldn't be in it, should be Michigan. Washington's, Washington's beat some really good teams, and they beat Oregon yeah. twice, and Oregon is really good. Washington's got one of the best offenses. The Pac-12, the, I'll be honest, the Pac-12 this year, I thought they was stronger than the SEC in a lot of aspects. They were. And that's, Where do you go out with a bang? It's, I mean, it's tough to say, but, yeah, go out with a bang. It was last year at the Pac-12, hey, wasn't it? That's it if we're being honest here, guys, you know, the SEC, according to 2024, uh, has two teams in the college football playoffs. And if we're being technical here, you know. And Drew says it's all a wizard, and, uh, you know. Uh, it may be a wizard, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, do, do you know what a wizard is there, Spank? Yes, I know what a wizard is. Okay. I know Just how to speak sure. corny, brother. Just making sure. Randy says uh, if you're going to be on Tennessee Vols podcast, Spanky, how about you wear something Tennessee? I'll get more Tennessee stuff around Christmas time. Thank you, Dad. He's still trying to sell his <laughs> Florida stuff. <laughs> That's good, Spanky. Yeah, Randy, uh, if you have any extra dollars, I'll take some new Tennessee stuff, too. Uh, Randy says, ACC wins national championship again, and I hate it because it's Alabama. We said it earlier on this podcast. This may be Nick Saban's best year ever as a head coach. It's, a, it's his best coaching job, I believe. I believe. Oh, yeah. He deserves coach of the year. Did he win coach of the year, or they announced that? Yeah, no, they're going to sure. give it to that Washington coach, probably. probably. They probably will. I'm but... Well, I'm hearing it's a Washington coach going to get coach of the year. So. That's, that's, I'm all for the Huskies. What's his uh, name, Steve? Steve. Oh, I, got it wrote down I forget his name. Oh, I know his last time. Let's see. Edith says, Phoenix is the most accurate passer I've seen in a while. Should have been a Vol. Should have been a Vol. Yeah, and I've always got to remind people. And that, that should be a name of a country song. Randy says, a bad South Carolina quarterback. I think he may be SEC quarterback. Uh, looks great in the Pac-12. So. All right, so we named them top four. Five, you've got Florida State. Six, you've got Georgia. Seven, Ohio State. Eight, you've got Oregon. Nine, Missouri. And ten, Penn State. So, let's rank our top tens here. So, even if they're outside of the current, you know, top ten, and we want to put them in there, that's fine. Let's just go in order. Everybody will give their ten. Everybody will give their nine, and so forth. Okay. So, number ten, who you got, Spanky? Ten, I want to go with uh, Penn State at number ten. Uh, they finished, what was it, third in their conference in the mm-hmm. in the Big Ten, and the Big Ten really wasn't that strong this year, in my opinion, so I'm just going to go 10. As controversial as it is, I have Florida State at number 10 just because of their current predicament. I think they're the best 10 best team right now. I've got Ole Miss at number 10. Okay. I mean, they're outside of the number they're 11. 11, right? Yeah, yeah but – I think uh, Ole Miss has been very solid this year. This has been a hell of a year for Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. I did not mm-hmm. expect them to do what they've done this year. I didn't either. My number 10 is going to be Florida State as well. Wow. It's going to be uh, – what about your number nine? My number nine is going to be the team Corbin just mentioned, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Uh, they had probably one of the best years under Kiffin, people could say. Um, yeah, they had a loss against Alabama and uh, Georgia, but I'm going to go with number nine. Uh, at first I had Ole Miss penciled in here. I'm going to change that to Missouri at number okay. nine. 
I've got Penn State. Yeah, they finished third. And yeah, they they finished uh, third, but in the their side of the Big Ten. But I mean, they did finish behind Michigan and Ohio State, if I'm correct. They're in the same side, ain't they? Yeah. 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 Nine. I've got uh, Penn State. Who's your number eight? My number eight. I'm gonna go with uh, Oregon. Or no, 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 no. My bad. My Ohio State. I'm gonna go with Ohio State uh, losing. What? I said I was about to say, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm got Ohio State uh, Get getting beat by Michigan. Uh, I just didn't think they were a, a good team all year, just going off of cupcake wins all season long. Mm-hmm. So, Ohio State. Number eight, I have Penn State. I've got Missouri. Missouri's been pretty – Missouri surprised the shit out of me this year. I've got Ohio State as well at number eight. What about number seven, Spaggy? Number seven, I'm going to go with – I'm going to be standing on business on this one. I'm going to go with Missouri. Uh, they have been real impressive this year. They got a good quarterback. And then they got a very impressive walk-on running back. Oh, my God. Uh, I take Oregon at number seven. I think they're a pretty solid team on the outside looking in. Corbin, number seven. Oh, I got Ohio State. I've also got Missouri at number seven, but I'm not doing no stupid slogans. Uh, what about your number six, Spanky? Number six, I'm going to go with the uh, Oregon Ducks. Uh, Bo Nix, solid quarterback. Uh, done some impressive things this year and year number 12 for him. Uh, so, I'm going with the Ducks. I'm putting Texas at number six. I've got Georgia at number six. Uh, they had a lot of tough wins this year. A lot of close wins, a lot of bad performances. That, that Remember the Vandy game and stuff like that? So, they're definitely below who's number five for good reason. I've got Texas at number six. Oh, that just don't impress me at all. Who's your number five? My number five, I'm going with the team that just got uh, put out of the SEC championship game. I'm going to go with the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm leaving them right on the outside. I'd put them in with the top four. But to be the man, you got to beat the man, and they couldn't beat Alabama, so I'm going with Georgia. I'm going to put team on the bubble just because I like putting them on the bubble because I can't stand them. That is the Ohio State University. Number five, I've got uh, just because the quarterback got hurt and the situation they're in, Florida State, they're undefeated. That's why I put them above Georgia. Georgia's got one loss. Uh, if they – I'm it's, it's hard, honestly, but – it is what it is. I got Florida State number five. Number five, I've got Oregon. I like Oregon number five. And two losses. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're they're going they're against the same team. Two losses are going to be uh, against the national champion. So, who's your number four, Spank? Number four, I'm going with. I'm kind of just going to spoil it. I'm going to stick with the same as the playoffs. I'm going with Alabama. I think uh, this was a down year for the SEC. Uh, so an, just being the SEC champion does not make you the best team in the country this year. Uh, Alabama with one loss, even though early on they struggled, but they have improved throughout the season. I'm going to go with number four, Alabama. You know, it might have been a down year for the SEC early on, but here at the end of the season we're flexing our muscles once again. Mm-hmm. I have Georgia as the fourth best team. I've got Alabama, even though I think they're going to win the championship. Uh, I got them at number four just because I got a loss right now. I've got Georgia at number four as well. I think 
Um, We're going to be a wash on this, aren't we? Like, we you, be, yeah. yeah. Number three. Number three, um, even though I think that Alabama is better than this team, but in my heart of hearts, on-the-field play matters, in my whole opinion. Like, if you beat someone on the field, I'm sorry, you're better than them. So I'm going to go with number three, Texas. I can't put Texas that high. I can't either. Way. But I can put Alabama at number three because a ACC champion with one loss, it was an ugly loss, but they were in the midst of Nick Saban doing his incredible coaching by jumbling his quarterbacks up over and over and over and then finally coming out, small knock roses. But Alabama at number three. I'm going with Spanky. I've got Texas number three. They beat up – they. I mean, during the playoffs, they got one loss. They beat Alabama, and uh, they won the Big 12 championship by beating the – well, kicking Oklahoma State's ass. So, I know it's not impressive, but still, I mean, let's go. I'm going by facts. My number three, I've got Alabama as well. Alabama. Greenbow, Alabama. Number two, Spanky, who you got? Number two, I'm going to go with um, – here's a shocker. I'm going to go with the Michigan Wolverines on this one. I uh, like it. I, I think uh, I think they fought through adversity this year. Like, I do not like Michigan. I do not like the Big Ten. But it's amazing what this team has fought through, the adversity of, you know, uh, scandals looming over their program, uh, losing their coach – for how many games to start the season and the end of season. Yeah, a lot of controversy. Uh, so, But this team, it they stayed resilient, and they fought, and they kept fighting. They didn't lose sight of what they were trying to do and trying to achieve. So I'm going to give props to Michigan for once. Uh, this is the one thing I think that the playoff committee has gotten right is number one, number two. I have Washington as number two right now. Okay. I got Washington number two as well. I got Michigan at number two. I figured you would. I got Michigan just because I'm riding. Just because you're riding it. I've been track. riding all year long, and I'm not getting off of it. Washington. Is, I think they're going to so do you it. Got man. Washington at number one. No, I have the Florida State Seminoles at number one because they are undefeated. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, everybody. I did leave them out of the top ten one because I've I got didn't. Tennessee at number one. Yeah, well, Tennessee, right? Yeah, here we go. Uh, but no, I got uh, I got Washington at number one. Uh, that offense, Michael Penix Jr. Uh, I do think they're one of the best teams in the country right now. This top four, I think this is going to be – it's the last four-team playoffs. I think it could be the best four-team playoff. Uh, it certainly could be the best four-team playoff. I have Michigan at number one. I think Michigan is the most balanced team in this four-team playoff. Uh, they certainly had the most consistent play so far. Uh, I still like Alabama to beat them, but Michigan is my number one team right now. Y'all said it best on both y'all's points of Michigan. I got Michigan number one. I can't believe they have done what they've done as much as they've been through this year. Any other team would have cracked in history. No, oh, yeah. I agree, too. Uh, Spanky, your dad says never trust a man that has a flat bill. It's just a hat. And Tyler Duncan says he's right. Edith says Oregon's got two losses for a total of six points against the country's best team. And that's where my point kind of stands as well. Uh, Edith says, if you're going to be honest about Florida State, despite their record, then you can't pretend that Bama – that Bama team was anything like now. Thank you, Edith. So, I guess he's saying that Bama just improved so much. When did Bama play Texas? It week two or three? Week two. Week, week two. two. So uh, At Bryant-Denny Stadium. After that game, it was a completely different Bama game for the well, Bama team for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't be having this conversation had uh, Auburn 
played defense on a fourth and goal from the 31. They could have sent another man. Ago. Like, my gosh. Like, at least send somebody. And you know another thing. Uh, send somebody. I, I, I want to know how long he sat back there. I think it had to be over 10 seconds. Oh, oh. I would say eight, eight-ish probably. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, Obama and Auburn, I mean, yeah, they was close game. But at the end of the day, that's one of those that's games. That's huge. I mean, Bama can have an undefeated season, and Auburn can have four wins, and they go out there and beat Bama, and it can be the other way around. You know what turned the Alabama season around, Luke? I think the Tennessee game. Halftime is the Tennessee game. I, really do. I don't know what Nick Saban said to those guys in that locker room. That, that halftime action. That, that was when they woke up, and from that point on, uh, yeah. Sucks right, th- for us. Thank you all for listening to our first main talking point of the day. We're going to have a short commercial break. We have a lot more coming your way, including giveaways, uh, Next, we've got uh, Start Bench Cut. So please like this. Please give us some shares. Keep the comments rolling in for us. We'll be right back. Big Orange Concrete Pumping. They can accommodate any residential or commercial concrete project that you may have in mind. They have one of the biggest line pumps in the state. They take a lot of pride in their work, and they're waiting on your phone call today. Their number is 865-371-3367. Whether you're pumping noise and kneeling, or pumping concrete, make sure you roll with the Big Orange. That's Big Orange Concrete Pumping, 865-371-3367. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Vols Deep Podcast, live from the Vols Deep Man Cave. We hope you're having a great Wednesday night, live on Facebook and YouTube. Share this out for us, slap the like button for us. We'll truly appreciate it. Next, we've got Start Bench Cut. How this works is we'll give a, a question. We have to rank our answers in order from first to last, start being one and cut being last. Are you all ready? Mm-hmm. Let's get it on. All right, start bench cut these Tennessee football players if you could bring them back for another year. Aaron Beasley, Brew McCoy, Joe Milton. It's cold outside. Ah. Mm. Luke, I think it's that order. I, I start Aaron Beasley. I think we're going to need some help at linebacker position next year. Uh, Aaron Beasley, who I start, I'm going to bench Brew McCoy. Uh, I think we're going to be very deep at wide receiver, but Brew's certainly a leader in that, and we all love him. And I'm going to cut Joe Milton because I think we're just fine at quarterback. You know, I I got to side with Spur here. I'm going to go Aaron Beasley, a menace on defense. Uh, it's always good to have one of them uh, Swiss Army knives in your back pocket. Then Brew McCoy, a very deadly weapon on the outside when he could stay healthy, uh, and uh, later on uh, with the receiving group, and then uh, cut Joe Milton. It's uh, We want to thank you and wish you best of luck in your future endeavors, and thank you for all you've done for the volunteers. I got the same exact order, uh, Joe Milton. Hey, he's been a guy this year, and uh, it's not been good. It's not been bad. It's just been, it's been what it is. But he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. He's made for the NFL. Here's my thing on Milton. If Tennessee fans didn't have the hype around him like they did, mm-hmm. what's Media the perception? Cover ESPN. What's the I mean. perception? If he had the same hype around him like Hendon Hooker did year one, what's the perception? Mm-hmm. we got to look at it that way. No one Jim, Hall, no one Jim Harbaugh, he might have sent Milton just to, to destroy us. Well, <laughs> based off last year. He could. Milton's been stealing signals. I think what hurt Milton is – the media and the fan base. I think honestly, that's what hurt Milton because you, play call. you put him up to a pedestal and no, no. What what hurt Joe Milton is us going ten and two last year. 
Yeah, that, that hurt the, same, the whole team. It's yeah. the same thing this year. The whole yeah. team's a victim of yeah. their own success. I'm going to start Brew McCoy. Um, waiting for the announcement, man. He's got to come back. Yeah. Um, not just for his play, but just his – I mean, he was the leader on offense, and he's a leader in the locker room. So I, that's who my start's going to be. And I'm going to bench Aaron Beasley. Going to miss him bad. He's a, he's an absolute stud. And then uh, going to cut Joe Milton. Just really tired of the fans booing every time number 15 got the ball. Yeah. Don't get it. Why, why boo the guy? Yeah. <laughs> people people still, you know. They boo him all the time. Even even though then senior day and he, he ended up walking. Yeah. You know, they was they – was, They booed him walking out the tee. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, do you see your dad's comment? If Washington yeah. wins, he will win a Cofield hat. Or he'll put sorry, he'll put on a Cofield hat. Yeah, we're gonna take a picture well, there of you it. There you go. And it's gonna have to be your profile picture, Randy. Yeah. And Ted is in on it too. Hey, you gonna wear a Cofield hat? Ah. That's what he says. All right, rank that. got one on. <laughs> rank these Christmas movies. National Lampoons, Christmas Vacation, Elf, Christmas Story. I'm gonna go with uh start National Lampoon uh Christmas. Uh, that's number one. Like, I just don't think there's any question or any doubt about it. Maybe the Tim Allen Santa Claus. I like them movies pretty good. Uh, the then, first one was the best one. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Elf, classic, all-time classic. And then, for me, the Christmas Story on Cut, it's always played. It's always on TBS for 24 straight hours <laughs> on Christmas. I think it's like, like 72 hours. Yeah, so like, stop. play something different. You know, I think we found Ralphie all grown up over here in Spanky. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you shoot your I want to know what... Uh, that eye's glass. I want to know who paid the 72-hour slot on TBS for <laughs> Christmas. I don't know how much I want they to, paid. I don't know, but I want the royalties off the Christmas story. Yeah, or the Polar Express. Heck, fire that one. Yeah, that one's in the theaters every year. There's so many good It's hard though There's so many good ones I'm going to start A Christmas story Just because of what you said I've watched it Pretty much every year Since I was Can remember And I'm going to bench National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation It's a great movie I'm I'm cutting Elf As hard as that is What? Let me tell you Let me tell you Santa Let me tell you one That came out last year There was a There was a horror comedy Last year called Silent Night That was fantastic You got to check it out yeah, not not the uh, one this year. There was a, there's a silent night this year too. I'm so bad on this last year. It was great. I laughed and laughed and laughed. Corbin, what you got? Well, you got to start the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest Christmas movie Y'all ever made. Me. Oh, I got I got a dual Christmas. It's it's it's, a, it's I watch it every year like ten times. It's a family tradition. Shitter's full. <laughs> you gotta. Got a bench elf. Elf's such a great movie too. I hear that all the time now. Now everybody's gonna hate me. I've never saw a Christmas story. I've never <laughs> saw it. Wow. Every week you put a movie on here that I've never saw. Fudge. Fudge. I, I apologize. I'm gonna start Elf. I love Elf. To me, Elf is is the goat. I'm gonna bench Christmas story. Very good. I'm gonna cut Spanky's uh Christmas vacation. You're terrible. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Uh, James Fair says Die Hard is the number one. Die Hard? I don't even know what Die Hard. I've never saw it. You've never seen Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I've never saw I'm it. I'm not a movie person. I've seen Die Hard. Oh. Your, your homework is to watch Die Hard, and it will come he's back. Got a lot, he, he's got a lot of homework. That's a dual question for next week. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We've got Bruce Willis in him. Do do your research. I can also say I've barely seen Die Edith Hard and too. Josh Jackson are going at it pretty good in the comments uh, here. I'm not even sure where it started, but I'm 
just now just now seeing it. Uh, Jerry Whaley says Christmas vacation all the way. Drew Miller says Hooker was Milton's worst enemy. Enemy built up the expectations. Hey, Drew Miller's also a big supporter of the Volunteer Club. Yeah, Drew Miller also says that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. He's also a co-promoter of Kapow there, Spanky. <laughs> All right, start bench cut right these college football playoff coaches. Jim Harbaugh, Kalen DeBoer, Steve Sarkeesian. DeBoer must be the Washington, Washington coach. Uh, I want to know, one, why... In my opinion, the goat ain't on there, but I guess we just had because to it would be because obvious. We, we would know. Okay, so that Wartburg coming out in you. Yeah, I know the yeah. heard that didn't you, Randy? Yeah, All right, <laughs> we ain't gonna get into that now. I'd hate to um, make a stupid comment like they do in other shows, but um, I'm gonna go with start. Uh, There's Steve. a jab at you, Corbin. Just I'm gonna so go you with know. Uh, start Steve Sharkeesian. Uh, Stark, he's doing some great things at Texas right now, uh, getting his players bought in with heck. With the NIL money that you had, anybody could coach at Texas. But uh, then next, uh, I'm going to go with Washington's coach. Just the turnaround that he's had, just the consistent build of his program has been amazing. And then last, but Jim Harbaugh. Man. Um, You're cutting Harbaugh? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to just because you got to think he's he has not coached but less than half of the season. So, Well, Jim Harbaugh won't be at Michigan next year, so he's going to automatically get my cut. I'm going to start right mm. now the the Washington coach DeBoer. I think he's done a great job here at Washington. Uh, certainly has them as a, as a powerhouse coming in, and it's mm-hmm. I, I think it's nice to see someone else from the from the Pac-12 other than USC and Oregon. So I'm cheering for Washington all the way, and I'm going to bench Sarkeesian. Yeah, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to start Jim Harbaugh. You've always you've always liked Harbaugh. I'm just messing with you. No, no. <laughs> Not even he faces by than the Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to bench uh, Kalen. He's done good stuff at Washington. Uh, pretty, very impressive. Washington's been very strong the past, like, eight to se- seven, eight years or whatever it is. But he's really got this team to be something else and cut Steve. I'm going to start DeBoer, and I'm going to bench Harbaugh, and I'm going to cut Sarkeesian. I mean, at, at the at the end of the day, I mean, and they're all great. How how long can Steve last at Texas in the SEC is the question. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. It's going to be uh, very very soon. Start bench cut these Christmas foods: ham, turkey, and gravy, or stuffing. I bet Spanky don't like any of them. Oh, I'm right. just going to cut everything. You know what he done? I knew it. You know what he done for Thanksgiving? What, what? Did he, he eat the rolls? No, he went to Dollar General and bought freaking dinosaur chicken nuggets. And ate them instead of the Thanksgiving food. I, I don't mm-hmm. doubt that one bit. Dinosaur chicken nuggets. It was good. Did you at least air fry them? Yeah, I put them in the air fry okay. at my mom's house. That's funny. I ate the whole box. He ate right. oh, no, you bought two of them. Yeah, that is right. I did eat two of them. Yeah, two boxes. Okay. I'm going to start turkey and gravy. I'm going to bench the ham and I'm going to cut the stuffing. I do about the stuffing. Give me the meat. Hey, you know, I went to a uh, Thanksgiving dinner with a vegetarian. It was so weird. Uh, all they had was mashed potatoes and, and sweet potato casserole. They had green beans and corn and now, rolls. If I, had the, if I had the green bean and corn casserole, so, I could eat that all So they sent that all plate all in front of me, and it has all these all those things on it. I just looked down and go, sides. All sides. Sides. Come on, it's a dad joke. Sides. Oh, I, I got you. <laughs> I, I got you. Corbin? 
Uh, man, you got to start ham. That's a better one. You got to start ham. It's a meat. You're throwing all kinds of shade at Morgan County today, Spanky. <laughs> or Wattberg today. That's what it's called. It's the only thing they cover. So go ahead. Corn's about to come across the table on you here in a minute. Yeah. Uh, start ham. <laughs> uh, bench stuffing. I love stuffing. Yeah. I'll fix stuffing just by it's, I'll, I'll go. I'll buy stuff and put it in the freezer and just fix it whenever I want to. And just eat a whole thing of stuff in the house because I'm a fat ass. That way, my noodles, some tater salad. You weighed 35 pounds soaking wet, Corbin. <laughs> you should see me sit. I'm like that. I'm like that meme on uh, Instagram right now, going around right now. That when you was in like high school, and now I'm the dude now sitting in my underwear in front of the TV eating all the beef. Brad Jones <laughs> put, "Give me the meat." What a quote. <laughs> Give me the meat. I thought the same thing when he said it. I didn't. Right. I was about to make. Ar- somebody called it. I was about to make an Arby's comment there, but. <laughs> You know, you know, I was today's years old when I realized that stuffing is just boiled bread. Huh? It's boiled don't bread. Like, don't act like you care, chicken nuggets. I know, I don't care. I'm going to start ham. I'm going to bench turkey and gravy. I'm going to cut stuffing. Won't we start bench cut one time? Once you get nugget, close to the microphone. Once you get close to the microphone. Won't we start bench cut one time? Chicken nugget dipping we'll sauce. write it down. Take a note for us. I will. I'll call All the office. Right. Which NFL team is best right now? The 49ers, the Eagles, or the Cowboys? Easy. I think it's pretty easy, too. Uh, I'm going to go with right now. I'm going to go with Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're pretty hot right now, uh, but they'll probably choke come playoff time. But then next one we'll go to 49ers. They just went into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles. So, uh, like I always say, be the man, you got to beat the man. And then last but not least, the Eagles. Even though I am a Bronco man, but I know we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles, that order. Cowboys have won what one playoff game since the nineties. Uh, cut them. It's the Cowboys. Well, I'm saying right now, though. Well, that's yeah, my that that's no, that's my feeling on how okay. it's going to end in the season. Okay. They're going to go to playoffs and lose. It's going to happen. It's just facts of life. The Cowboys going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Not if they get a bye. You're going to start. <laughs> you're going to start the Philadelphia Eagles. They're ten and two. I got beat by the Niners. Okay, I mean, good God, the NFL, the way it works. I mean, ten and two. Who? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are ten and two. Are ten and two. Yeah, they're ten and two. That's their second loss, they're not. But the NFL, if the Eagles, yeah, the NFL is such an up and down game. I mean, yeah, oh, they had a bad game this week. Well, look how many teams the Cowboys lost to the freaking who was it? The Giants? Or, no, the Cardinals. They lost the Cardinals, two win team. Okay. Same thing for everybody else so far in the NFL. You you could turn on an NF, any NFL game on Sunday, and it can be the greatest team in the NFL against the worst team. You'll be like, what the heck's the Chicago Bears doing out there beating the Kansas City Chiefs? It's the fa- That's just how the NFL works. Hey, newsflash. The Titans aren't beating the Dolphins on Monday Night Football next week. Randy, he, he acts like an 80-something-year-old man walking out of here. Did you say the Titans are beating the Dolphins? They're not beating the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Oh. I'm going to start the 49ers. I'm going to bench the Cowboys. I'm going to cut the Eagles. I think that's the – 49ers are – they're tough, dude. It'll be a hell of a game. They're tough. If they play in the playoffs. Hit some comments. I know that <clears throat> I've missed some of them. Jonathan Hahn says, yippee ki uh, I guess he's referring to a movie. And Drew Miller says the Dolphins right now. I, I can't argue that too much. They're playing great. It was either the Dolphins or the Eagles. That was the third one I was going to put in there. Marty Allen Cox says, go Vols. Go Vols. Ada says, Sark is Kiffin light. Too sloppy 
to be top poppy. Let's see. Randy Swinton says the 49ers. And I believe that's it, unless I'm missing some. If I missed your comment, just, just hit us with it again. That was Start Bench Cut, a very fun segment, one of my personal favorites. We'll have our second main talking point of the day next. ZNN Concrete are the professionals you need to call for all of your concrete finishing needs. Driveways, sidewalks, curbs, garage pads, footers, and much more. They can do it all. No job is too big, no job is too small. Give ZNN Concrete a call today, 865 360 6176. Residential or commercial. That's ZNN Concrete, 865 360 6176. All right, we're back. Welcome to our second main talking point presented by Trident Hydro Clean. Thank you for sponsoring this segment. Uh, Jacob Haney with Trident Hydro Clean. Make sure you all reach out to him for any of your pressure washing needs. Um, we'll obviously get more in-depth with Tennessee's bowl bowl game uh, versus Iowa in the upcoming weeks, but how comfortable are you with this matchup? I'm very comfortable with it. Iowa has struggled the past how many years now with scoring touchdowns? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a good minute since they've scored touchdowns consistently, and I think with our offense, uh, we can score some touchdowns. Now, with that being said, Iowa does have a really good defense, so that could cause some struggle with our offense with going up against a good defense, but it's going to be interesting to see. I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, I'm fairly confident. It's like Spanky just said, Iowa uh, struggles to score, but they have a defensive coordinator that's been there since, I don't know, 25 years or so. And he eats, sleeps, breathes, drinks, everything defense. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll have those boys ready to play. He's going to study Josh Heupel's offense for the next 25 days, preparing for Tennessee. So I'm a little nervous about what they can bring on defense. But if we can score 20 points, we should win this game. Uh, I think it's enough. I hope Nico gets to play quite a bit. I'm pretty confident because looking at their schedule this year, Iowa has played uh, two ranked teams in Penn State and uh, Michigan. And both times they played them, they scored zero points. And the rest of the games they played was all, I mean, it was Illinois, Western Michigan, Utah State, Purdue. They lost to Minnesota somehow. Nebraska, like, not impressive at all. I'm pretty confident going in this game that I was just – they're just in here because they went to the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, I'm very confident as well. As long as our run blocking's good, I think we can um, – I think we're going to be all right. I think we can throw it all over them as long as we have blocking and some, some good – if we have the Vanderbilt-type play calling, I think we're going to be fine. Um, Iowa don't have many offensive threats either, obviously. So, um, I trust this staff to get it done. I mean, and we talked – I mean – Talk about that defensive, you know, dude studying Josh Heifel. He's going to be studying the, studying them right back. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, do you think a lot of players will opt out of this bowl game? Um, I don't know. That's the thing. I, I don't think we have uh, them players that don't have anything to prove. I still think we got mm -hmm. a bunch of guys that have something to prove to NFL scouts. Spanky just said it just right. We don't have any – for sure, for sure, first round NFL draft pick. So, the guys that's going to be playing, this will be their last chance to show something in a real actual game film. So, uh, I don't think we'll have too many opt outs, and and uh, especially for those that's going to be coming back, they're certainly going to play. So, uh, yeah, we'll know we'll know soon enough. But I don't see foresee too many. 
I don't either, and I will say this. I think Milton's going to start. Well, I do too. Yeah, I mean, we oh, like yeah, I said, I we'll look like jackasses if we don't start him, but he's still got a lot to prove even for his NFL draft stock. So, Yeah, I don't think – I mean, I I would say one to two maybe at the max like that would opt yeah. out. But, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if the number zero. I'm really not. Uh, <clears throat> Jonathan Hahn says so many players are going to be returning, and he would know. So Yeah, um, can't wait. And I, I, I'm getting that vibe too. So I, I'm worried that we're going to go over our limit. You know how many can we sign on signing day here next week? So oh, it's going to be yeah, it's going to yeah. be it's going to be weird. That's for sure. Um, how well do you think that this fan base is going to travel to Orlando to watch this football team? Oh yeah, I think they're going to travel great. It's uh, it's New Year's Day. It's in Orlando. Great weather. Uh, you go to Disney World, see Mickey Mouse. Um, so yeah, why not? You know, it's a it's a de- it's a destination ball game. You know, and it's been a long time since we've been to Orlando. It's it's not hard to travel there. You know. Allegiant Air flies to Orlando, where they did. I think there's no flights already, but, but you know, you fly to Orlando, you drive to Orlando in about 11 hours. Uh, it's a great time of year to visit. Theme parks, swimming pools, warm weather, and, you know, we can celebrate New Year's in downtown Orlando this year. Mm-hmm. Let's turn it orange. That's what I'm turn saying. Turn it orange, guys. Come on. I think we're going to travel just fine. I mean, we do have a hell of a fan base. The best. The best fan base. Yeah, I think the I think we're gonna travel well per usual. I think the weather, you know, that's gonna everybody's gonna want to change, you know, for a couple of days. And like I said, Tennessee fans are the best in the country. There's gonna be a lot. I'm of, not sure. There's gonna be a lot of orange. I'm not sure what Orlando does for New Year's, but I think we need to see a whole bunch of checkered overalls on New Year's Eve right downtown Orlando. That that uh, that they're, they're gonna get some. They'll get some. Dad, I know you're still watching. That's what I want Mom to get me for Christmas: checkerboard overalls. You still got them? Mm-hmm. You want custom- to customize mine. You can make like assless chaps out of them. There frankly. you go. Hey, I finally found mine. I had to buy a new. Pa- I had. I, I, I had. <laughs> I'm to, gonna get. I'm get in trouble for somewhere? cussing by your mom and daddy. I had to. Fi- I, I thought I lost my uh, checkerboard overalls that I had had for all these years. It, it could not find them. I thought I left them in South Carolina last year. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I found them at the end of the season for one more game, though. And you know them things. They have a good, pretty good track record. They do. They do. Um, after this season, after the season that we've had, how crucial is this bowl game win for Josh Heupel's volunteers? Very crucial. Very crucial. Uh, it's something that this team needs uh, to go into the recruiting offseason uh, so we can have a big offseason. But, but the last time Josh Heupel's team lost in a bowl game, they had a 10-2 and record the next season. So put – that in your cap. I somewhat disagree. I think it's just mildly important. I think it's more important for this fan base than it is for Hypo himself. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, the ball game doesn't matter that much. But as a fan, we demand a win. So. Well, I, don't, I think the players want the win more well, I don't than, say they don't than want us. It, um, how important is it in the grand scheme of things? I think every game's important to them. I mean, if we win, it'll be it'll be great. I mean, at least we get another bow win on our record in history. And uh, but going in next season, I mean, it's not really got a big impact on going into next season. Recruiting, recruiting tool. Saturday's already over with by then. What's a bow? What's a bow game even really matter by this point? I don't Pride. know. I don't know about crucial, but I think it's very important. Um, I think it's a program. It's big. Um, 
I think it's the biggest thing, I think, is just kind of building off that going into next season. I you think know, the, the hype is important, the momentum, the buzz, we, I, I think that's we, very important. We talked about what was a Joe Milton, Joe Milton a victim of this year, maybe mm-hmm. an Orange Bowl victory because uh, he, he pretty much made Clemson look silly. Stuff, and then, yeah. Yep. I, I will say this. If we do win, it would be two bowl wins for Josh Heupel. That is pretty big bowl games. Mm-hmm. It would be a two-and-one record. He's uh, – 26 and 12 all time coaching record right now at Tennessee, and that would make him 27 and 12. So just keep building them wins up and just go into next year and let's keep it going. I hit the comments real quick before we uh, get any more questions. Ada says, I was got a good old fashioned trip to Pound Town coming. <laughs> he also, or she, she also says, and Spanky knows what I'm talking about. Do <laughs> what? Edith says I was got a good old fashioned trip to Pound Town coming, and Spanky knows what she's talking about. Wow, <laughs> gun. That sounds like something Corbin get tangled with right there. <laughs> James says, sniff. James says I think more people would come if Nico starts than Joe. I love Joe, but more people would show up for Nico. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, Ada says, what are people from Iowa even called? Iowans? Uh, James Fair says, ask Florida State if it matters. Is that too, is that too soon? Uh, I did see that we got a, a halftime performance by uh, DeGuan. Uh, Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Uh, and, Gavin uh, DeGraw. That's right. What yeah. song is he? I know like one song. And I just went, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, put Spanky out he's, there. He, he, they're getting some heat already from – the, the Vol Twitter and Vol Facebook, Vol Nation saying we want to pride the Southway at halftime. So. Yeah, I wanted that too. Stevie Dave Davis says it's going to be crazy on or, in Orlando. And Randy Swint says spanky checkerboard overalls would look better than Elvis costume. Why is he telling himself that? Huh. Get it? Because uh, he calls yeah. himself spanky. Yeah. And that Elvis costume looks good. You do look good in it. They look good. All right, next Wednesday, um, not sure on the time, but we'll see all the SEC schedules revealed. How anxious are you to see who Tennessee will play in 2024? Very excited. Uh, it's going to be big. First year of expanded SEC. It's it's going to be pretty big. The order is the most important, I think, part here because we know as far as out of conference, we're getting Chattanooga, UTC. Uh, we're going to get NC State, Kent State, and Corbin's Miners of UTEP. But, uh, you know, as far as non-conference, we got them. But the order is what I'm more we, interested we in. We already know a couple, do we not? Yeah, we know a couple. I was going to say, because uh, I've already booked a hotel room in Oklahoma next year. Yeah. So that we, needs to be then we saw state. Florida could be in, well, for, will be in for, October. Well, yeah, well, Florida will be here, um, and then we're not going there next year. So This is it. Or the year after this next one, I guess yeah. I should say. For now, anyway. Yeah, Things can change. For now. Here's a question. Is Billy Napier still a coach of Florida by the time no. they roll into Knox? No. Oh, this year? Yes. This year. Yes, yes. He's got one more. He's got one more. But that 20, well, I've said it before, that 24 schedule is mm-hmm. rough. It's the only one. Who's the, who's the only team that they play that's, like, not good, but they're still pretty good? I think Charlotte. No, like it's somebody better than that. I can't, we'll have to look at it again. All right. So, does Josh Hopple have his team in the college football Playoff top twelve next year. You gonna, you gonna make me go first? Yeah, go ahead. I'll just I'll just be honest. No, I think it's going to take 
one more year, unfortunately. I think next year is about developing Nico and our receiving core for the future. I hope I'm wrong, but I can see it taking one more until we reach that top 12. I mean, this goes back to the scheduling aspect like we were just talking about. I have to see the schedule first, see how it's going to work out. Uh, that can make a break of season right there. Yeah, Corbin's right. It's about scheduling and about momentum and when can you get hot. And I know people are going to say, well, year four is Heifel's team. That's supposed to be Heifel's team. Well, but, look here. What people don't realize is is that when Heifel inherited this Tennessee team, he inherited a lot of veterans. He yeah. did. That that ten two team, they were all pretty well established guys. We still don't know what the transfer portal is going to do for us by this point and everything. Oh but yeah, I that's think, a it's that's a big. big one. But even though yeah, it is Hypel's fourth year, it's it's his guys all in the system. He's still going to have some growing pains to deal with just with this new class of kids yeah. he's getting. You know, let's be honest, the SEC as tough as it is right now is going to get even tougher. Imagine but, last year's team and in this yeah. year's SEC, we would uh, kill we everybody. Everybody, yeah. but now we, we're going to add Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a gauntlet for everybody. We'll, we'll be luck, lucky to have two teams in the top twelve when things are said and done. I, I think well, you got to remember too; it's going to be uh, one, one, oh, you're good. one solid division. Yeah. yeah. So it's not going to be no more East and West. It's going to be one solid sixteen team division. Yeah. Uh, I think twenty twenty five is the year. Mm-hmm. I really do. But like Jonathan mentioned. A lot's going to come back, and uh, we, you know, we're going to have another great recruiting class coming in, and then our last two recruiting classes are pretty damn good. And I mean, we played a lot of young bodies this year, man. I mean, there's a lot of true freshmen uh, playing. I, if I was a betting man, I'd say no, but the potential's there. The potential's definitely there. I think Hopple redeems himself with Nico big time next year. I'm not sure if he hits it or not, but I think he's going to come really close. What, what do you think, Tennessee, to make the playoff plus four hundred <laughs> next year? Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, but again, again, it just—I mean—it's going to matter. Like, is Missouri still going to be good? You know, all, all that stuff's going to going to matter too. But it's there. Um, Jonathan says, "Will Florida even have a football program in two years?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miranda says she thinks Tennessee will finish in the top fifteen. Drew Miller says, "Sadly, no." Edith says only if he kills it in the transfer portal. I agree with that. That's good. Tennessee, we play our best when everybody doubts us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I mean honestly, we have a right to have people doubting us right now. James Fair asks if we're going to get Seton tomorrow. I think there's a very good chance that we land Seton tomorrow. Let's hope so. I hope so. It would be the biggest land since Nico. The, yeah, the number one offensive tackle in the country. It would be huge to land him. I think Tennessee's got a great chance. Mark Avery says hi. What's up, buddy? Hey, Avery, we said thank you earlier for missing your stars last week. Drew Miller says 98 team was never expected. Yeah, no wishful thinking, but go Big Orange no matter what. You got that right. Uh, Jesse says so excited to see the Vols not so far from me. She's from Florida, and she says see y'all there. We actually seen her um, – in Florida last year at the Hoskins tailgate. Who, who's that? That uh, Jesse Marusi, oh, cool. yeah. Uh, Randy Swint says, yes, we get in. We only have three losses next year. Offensive line is what gets us in the top 12. I like it. That is a good point. I mean, there would be teams that would be for it with three losses next year. Could oh, when be. You get, yeah, when you're getting a 12, I mean, it, it's untelling. And then they got all strength of schedule, so yeah. there's going to be a lot of – I mean, look at 10, 11, 12 right now. They're three, three loss teams, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. for Ole Miss, who's got two losses, but – I mean, around that whole little place right there, it's all three lost teams. All right, that was our second. Hey, we got we got one more talking point to do on on this, because before we get into others, because we got to talk about 
Florida State opting out. Oh yeah, there there is rumors that Florida State might be opting out of the the Orange Bowl game. They've already canceled their press conference, have they not? They canceled the press conference, the Orange Bowl press conference, and that's all we really know. What's I don't I don't want to get too could you too imagine? Deep, but it would be crazy if they if well, they we, decided we to might do that. Learn more about this coming next week, but uh, hey, look, Oof. you know what that means that if they can't get uh. Fl- Florida State to play. I wonder what they're going to do with that Orange Bowl matchup. Georgia, like, what's Georgia going to do? I don't know. What What are those they fans going to find do? a team? No, they would have to probably move a team yeah. in. But the thing is, why do they wait up right up till the game time? You know, that they be. warm up, they come out, they come out for a and they don't come back, and they don't they sit down. That would be fun. even do the coin toss, go off yeah, and and just sit down. Except for the show, that would. I mean, except for the fans, you, you that would, would be. think that the hammer would come down on them. That would be. That'd, That'd be, be pretty, pretty bad. Well, no, I think it'd be good for the fans because you got to think. I think Imagine it's being in that environment. Like the team uh, just. I mean, if, if we went all the way to Miami and yeah. <laughs> booked the hotel, bought tickets, they just didn't show up, it'd be rough. Yeah. But I do get what you're kind of saying, Spanky. Mark Avery says we have a great show. We appreciate that very much, Mark. Um, next. You send us some stars again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but thank you all for listening. To oh, thanks second. for the stories. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, man. Second main talking point of the day. Uh, we have a lot to talk about still. Next, we have the duel, which is fan and listener voted. So make sure you all stick around, get in the comments for us, and let us know who wins the duel. Lady Vols got beat by 10. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. <laughs> Trident Hydro Clean, your exterior home cleaning professionals, house, roof, driveway, concrete, gutters, and much more. Trident Hydro Clean, 865-363-8815. They've been in business for five years, and they have a five-star Google rating and a five-star Facebook rating. Call Jacob today. Give your house, driveway, and or patio the care it deserves. 100% satisfaction guarantee. See the difference between a professional and amateur cleaning. That's 865-363-8815. All right, y'all, welcome back. we got The Duel coming up next, presented by Premier Excavation. Make sure you reach out to Travis Duncan. Hey, with Pre- my belt at? Where is the belt at? Premier Excavation for any of your land clearing needs. The Lady Vols go down. Uh, to MTSU uh, James Fair let us know that it's very disappointing um, man it's, it's rough rough for Kelly Harper right now uh, Austin Howard says what's up fellas dropping in late um, big commitment day for us tomorrow hopefully yeah we're I, I don't know I'm feeling good about it I'm feeling good about tomorrow um, Justin Sperlin all the way my cousin is coming on Sunday, I guess he's. You already oh, getting votes. Already getting votes. Well, let me let me get ready here. All right, we've got the duel. So let us know. We got five questions. Let us know in the comments who you think win is winning the duel, and uh, they get. Where's the belt? Show them the belt. Uh, let's get the belt. Let's get the belt. It's been too heavy to carry around, Luke. Yeah, I'd say, you're probably getting sick of carrying it around. I just think so much here lately. Corbin, you want this thing back? Hey, when I was the champ, I took that thing all the all kinds of places. Yeah, I didn't, didn't bring it back when it was time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number one: How irrelevant have bowl games became in college football? They have very became seemingly irrelevant. Uh, we just do it now 
mostly we just watch them now because it's just something cool to watch now. Ain't got it's the last bit of football we have of the year, and I know the players like it because you know they get to go do some cool, exciting things, you know. But and some guys, it's their last chance to play football forever, or their last chance to impress a scout, or maybe just the last chance to play with some teammates uh, on a team. But bowl games really they don't mean as much as they used to because we live in a society where it's if you're not the champion, then you ain't playing for nothing. And I agree with that to an extent. I believe if you're not first, you're last. But then again, these bowl games used to mean something. Yeah, I think they're very irrelevant now. I mean, if you have six wins, you're guaranteed a bowl game in college football. 82 teams get a bowl game a year. That is, There's 133 teams in the FBS college football. So pretty much we talked about participation trophies last week. It's pretty much a participation trophy just to go to a bowl game and win one. And uh, especially some of the bowls now, as well, like the you know, and, and the, bowl we could so. probably get a Vols Deep bowl game one day if we get enough fun. Start the GoFundMe. There we go. go. And the attendance number. Well, here at Cofield High School. That's right. Best field around. And the attendance numbers for some of these bowl games are just god awful. You watch some of these bowl games, and it'll be a stadium that holds forty thousand people, and there won't be five thousand people in the stands, and it looks just god awful on TV. You know, these bowl games they mean more to the fans and the record books. Uh, those of us die-hard, dedicated individuals who spend their hard, hard extra income to support our teams. Mm-hmm. Some of us, including myself, will be spending New Year's away from our significant others to follow a team to Orlando. Yeah, the dog uh, You know, that being said, nobody's going to remember who won the Birmingham Bowl in 2016. Does anybody know who won the Birmingham Bowl in 2016? I think I do. I know who won the Orange Bowl in 2023. I think Auburn that, that, won it. 23. <laughs> that, that, that being said... They're going to become even less relevant when we have a 12-team playoff. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, you think less? I think they're going to be re- less relevant. Yeah, then then you're going to see a ton of opt-outs. You know, in that top 12, then then what, what's going to be the, the point? Top 12, I think the 12 will be very relevant, though. Yeah, they'll that's more, true. The, the, the top 12 will be very they'll relevant. Be, they'll be way more relevant yeah. than what they are now, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like. Oh, yeah, they'll mean something. It's good. I think it'll take viewership away from those other bowl games All right. as well. You're going to have an extra week of that. I didn't just make this question up either because I, I already had it written I down. I know what's coming. Is Coach Kelly Harper on the hot seat if she continues to have a bad season? If she wasn't on the hot seat before tonight, she is now. They just lost to uh, the the third biggest school in the state, Middle Tennessee State. So uh, if she wasn't on the hot seat, she is now, and I hate it because I love Coach Harper. Uh, uh, I think she's a great individual. I think she's uh, got a great mind. She's she's a true lady of all, but – there's only one Pat Summit. She's not it. They're bigger in Memphis? MTSU? That's pretty close. Biggest. Third biggest. Oh, okay. Well, you got Tennessee Vanderbilt. Into, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get, never mind with that. I, I'm actually curious. Yeah. Uh, it's but, close. you know, Tennessee has a standard of Lady Vols basketball. And like we've always talked about here, standard is key to everything. you got to maintain the same standard. And if you can't maintain that standard, and they've struggled. Now, here's the question. Do you think she's better than uh, Holly? Yes, yes. I think I think that Marker was a better coach than Holly was, but that's beside the point. I can't disagree with Spanky. Or I mean, you got a certain standard at Tennessee and Lady Vols basketball. All we know is winning, and right now we are not winning, and we've not been winning. And uh, we want to get back to that point. But also, I mean, it's just not us being down at this point. I mean, look at. UConn and Gino was down 
to the lowest ranking he's had in 30 years. Notre Dame basketball is down. It's it's a weird time in women's college basketball, honestly. Like, everybody that you expect always has been good is altogether down at this point. And LSU, them that, women are fighting that down being there. Said, that being said, the Lady Vols went to the SEC Championship game last year mm-hmm. and lost to South Carolina. They also went to the Sweet 16 again last year, so – you know, and we started the year last year just like we have this like, year yeah, struggling. But, I mean, they so, got it together. So the they end. can get it together and have a good SEC season and uh, show up in the tournaments, then all's well. But right now, it's not looking good. It's not. Question three. Let us know in the comments who you think is winning the duel. Do you believe sports are rigged due to gambling? Oh, yeah. Like, Vegas knows something. And you know them referees. They got the hook in. They got the Iggy from the people from uh, Vegas. So, like, I, I believe 100%. It's a, it's all a, a wizard. You know, this this one's tough for me to wrap my head around. <laughs> it would take a the lot Iggy. of people involved. Iggy. Iggy. Yeah. Major sports Never heard of it? For it to be rigged. That being said, there's, there's way too many odd things that seem to happen at just the right time. Especially of officiating, mm-hmm. especially this year. I wonder uh, why I ain't hitting none of my dang parlays. I think somebody's got an ear with them officials. Uh, you know, I've hit both. I had two in a row. I ain't hitting none of mine. When when big money is involved, anything is possible. That being said, if it ever come out an official was cheating because of, of bets going on, uh, it, it it could bring the system down. I mean, uh, it is a tough one. I don't know how to even go about it be honest with you uh things happen in sports that makes you think it's not rigged or is rigged and then you look and you're like well there's no way it's rigged because it would come out because everything comes out just like the script and uh i don't know uh, <laughs> the, the nfl like i said earlier it's so, it's so crazy like like i said you can be the worst team and beat the best team any given day in the nfl just how it works. Somebody's giving them referees the Iggy. Spur knows what an Iggy is, don't I you? I know what an Iggy is. I've had an Iggy or two. Yeah. <laughs> how how bad do you think it is, though? You think it's, like, all over? You think it's just certain? No, I think it's, like, big games. Like, you know, like, your Tennessee like versus Chattanooga's and everybody. Yeah. That Cleveland Browns game earlier this year, that thing was about as – had about 11 of them? That one that they <laughs> – Got screwed on with them penalties at the end of the game. Maybe the announcer's TV is like, I don't know what I'm watching. That that was the biggest bullshit damn end of a game I've saw. In a he long lost time. money on that game. T- Tennessee, <laughs> he lost hey, money hey, on that game. Hey, Tennessee, Bama, fair catch. I mean, that that, that, that was that, bad. That, that was, was bad. bad. No holding calls whatsoever against Bama. Mm-hmm. It, it, it certainly makes you question what what in the hell's going on. It's all work. Uh, Drew Miller says. That uh, she's ten times better better than Holly. He said, "Hell, Tyler is better than Holly." I agree. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent, Drew. Jonathan says God is punishing people for gambling. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and Edith says, "How many people would it take to cover up a flat Earth? A lot more than a football game." Don't get on flat Earth. We ain't getting <laughs> on that crap tonight. I mean, did, is sports rigged? Is Earth flat? You know, whatever. Jonathan says, "Angels in the outfield, blind in the refs." <laughs> yeah. All right. Question uh, four. Is winning the most important thing when playing sports? Agree or disagree? I agree, one hundred and ten percent. There, the, what the hell you go? What the hell you watching the game for and supporting the team for if you don't want to win? That, that's right. Like, there's a reason there's a scoreboard up there. If there was not a scoreboard up there, then we're just wasting our time. 
Winning is everything, and it's the only thing. Let me tell you what winning does. Winning covers up a lot of things. Like if Michigan was losing right now, if they were having a bad year, Harbaugh Harbaugh would have been out the door weeks four. Winning fixes everything. There's only one place that winning does not matter at because he will give you a participation trophy, and that's Arkansas Arkansas State University with Butch Jones. they're, They're going to a ball game themselves. Winning is everything. Winning is the only thing in sports. I don't care if Tennessee wins every game two to nothing. As long as they win the damn game, that's all that matters to me. Uh, win, win the ball games. Uh, it, it starts at grade school level. I mean, it starts when you're young. You, you teach kids to win. It's like what it, I told. You've got to be competitive. And, and you know what? That's the same thing in life. If you don't want to win in a sport sporting event, how are you ever going to win in life? Uh, life is a competition. I don't care what do you think? Life is always a competition. You That's go to right. a job interview, you go to that job interview to win that interview. That's right. Just like when you're uh, growing up, like, you got to win the day. You got to win the day. It's like I told my five- and six-year-old basketball kids. I said, hey, guys, raise your hand if you think it's all about how you play the game and, and having fun. And but I had some kids raise their hand. I was like, well, guess what? Whoever told you that was wrong. It's about winning. It's now, in the grand like, scheme of things, I, I'm going to get them kids better. I'm going to try to develop them. <laughs> But it's about winning. It's just like this damn duel. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest of all time. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be everybody's you. ass right here tonight because I want to win this damn belt right here that's on his. We're talking party. about win. We're not talking about you. Well, so far Spurs got the most votes. Spanky has just no votes. Keep them coming yeah. in. Let us let us know in the comments. I want to win. Uh, last Again. one. Who's going to win the national championship this year? Alabama. I said it eight weeks ago, and I did. I said right here in this podcast eight weeks ago. That Alabama's going to win the you championship. You must be a Florida State fan as much as you swing your arm like that up there. Well, I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, so I'm used to doing that. Oh, yeah, I bet Go you're Braves. used to making this motion right here. Can you, even, can you even name a Braves player? No, because I don't watch baseball. You're, I can you're name Morgan Wallen singing 98 Braves. Who you got, Spanky? Me? I got uh, Washington. I think Washington can get it done. Uh, and I like to see a Cinderella story. I think Washington can get it done as well. Since you picked Washington and you picked Alabama, I'm going to take Florida State to win the whole thing. I think Michigan wins it all. and then Florida State cashes in and they bring in Florida a referee State, yeah. at the end. They run out past the goalposts. No, no. In all seriousness, I, I think Michigan's the most balanced team in there, and, and I can just see them squeaking in and, and beating Bama and then uh, holding their own against either Texas or, or Washington. I hope Washington wins. My pick earlier was Alabama, and just because Corbin picked Bama now and I had to argue against him, I'm taking Michigan. Uh, gosh, it sucks. I don't, I don't want any of them to win except Washington. Jonathan says, practice builds character, winning builds winners. Uh, James Fair says, winning doesn't matter to the college football committee. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, 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 that's true. I've got to vote for Spur just because uh, – Corbin never seen Die Hard, uh, <laughs> or a Christmas Story. He just, he just voted for uh, Spankles. Spankles. <laughs> Spankles. That's a good one. I'm gonna remember Thank that you. one. Thank I'm you. Remember that one. Oh, Spankles. Uh, Miranda's voting for everybody. It looks like except uh, for Spanky. Except for Spanky. And don't bother me. Austin voted for Spanky because of his Washington pick. There we go. Yeah, I like the. I love the Washington pick. I love. Yeah, it. I like Washington too. I just had to go against these two and argue a little bit. All right, let's go ahead and hit our um, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or other real quick. 
since we're here, and then we will get into our um, our was it bow mania? Is that what we're calling it? Bow mageddon, bow mania. Let us know in the comments who you think wins the duel. Still got them coming in. Oh, Spanky's making a comeback on them, boys. Don't call it a comeback. He's probably voting for himself this 15th. He is. I'm not. All right, so I'll pick a couple crazy stories. You all guess which state this happened in just based off the headline. Man uses stapler in attempt to rob a Publix. Oh, Publix is Florida. I'm going Florida. Florida, yeah. We've got a Florida bowl game. Luke's going to go with Florida. It's I, it's always Florida, Florida. I've kept it not Florida lately, and yeah. I've, I've been fair He's lately. picking Florida because we're going to a Florida bowl game, and it's like the old Willie Nelson song. You are always on my mind. There's lots of Publix in Florida. You are always on my mind. This happened in Florida. Uh, Patrick Abbott, 31, entered the Publix, gave an employee a note stating he had a gun, told her to put the money in a bag. After the employee read the note, she presented to help from one of her coworkers. Uh, Abbott left Publix empty-handed and was caught by Miami police while throwing the note away, facing charges of armed robbery. Uh, man flees, or man tries to flee deputies on a riding lawnmower. No, this is not George Jones. Or Luke Jackson through Cofield. That's, I'm, I ain't running for nobody. I'm actually mowing. Well, riding lawnmower, this, this sounds like an Alabama story to me. Alabama. Hey, I will say on Alabama, what Pat McAfee did on College Game Day is the greatest pick of all time, people. It's pretty good. Missed it. Well, he 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 done it to done it to him when Tennessee played Georgia too down there. Oh, he did. So he called the dogs. You know, he did yeah. that the big old chant. And then he, as we, soon as well, he got done, we he, started doing the Luke Bryan. Uh, oh, what is it? Rain, Rain makes, corn, makes make, corn. Then he had them all fired up, and then he said uh, something about, "Well, you don't make whiskey here; you make it Tennessee or something." Yeah. All right, so did y'all all do the lawnmower one? Oh, it's uh, other. It's happening in Florida. Florida deputies use a taser to stop a man. Florida again. This, is, this is why you pick Florida every time. Who tried to avoid, a, y'all called it, arrest by fleeing on a riding oh, lawnmower. I'll take this jersey out of this case. I got three votes from a cat. It was trying to serve a <laughs> cat. <laughs> they were trying to serve arrest warrants for the 40-year-old Dusty Mobley. Hey, that's your name, Spanky. They found him on his mower in the backyard. They shouted at him to stop and get on the ground, but he tried to escape on the mower. Deputies chased him on foot before using the taser. When they caught him, deputies found him with a revolver, a uh, handcuff key, and a pipe with meth. Uh, he's <laughs> facing charges of grand theft, grand theft of a vehicle, felony, mischief, and uh, resistant arrest. So, all right, number three. Man, this has got Corbin's name all over it. Man asked if his beer is okay after he was ran over at, yeah. a, at a convenience store. Yeah, yep, that's Corbin. Man asked, man asked if beer if his beer is okay after being ran over at a convenience store. Was it was it okay? We'll, we'll get, we'll get that's, to that. Uh, that's Warren County, Tennessee. That's Corbin. That, that's Alabama. I'm gonna go Georgia. Sounds like Atlanta. Hotlander. I don't know if his beer is okay. That's the main thing. What kind of beer was it? It was an actual beer, like Miller Lite. Didn't say, man. Twist tea. But this, uh, Bush Light. This also happened in Florida. It's uh, Florida week. <laughs> I'm getting sick and tired. I'm about to quit playing. Oh, you going to cry? A man was injured after he was hit by a car while walking out of a Florida gas station Tuesday evening. 
Deputies said 21-year-old woman mistakenly hit the gas instead of the brake, causing her car to smash through the convenience store and send the man <laughs> flying through the air. Uh, the man was taken to the hospital with injuries to face his, uh, or because of his face, had broken glass all in it. Uh, he's expected to be okay, but while first responders were helping the man, he said he was in good spirits and asked uh, deputies if the beer he had bought was was okay. So that's it all he was. Was it? That's, about. The, that's the main question. Was the beer okay? They didn't say. We didn't need to say. know. America needs to know, people. All right, we got one more. Man wakes his neighbors up by screaming and pretending to be a firework. <laughs> Florida, yeah, Florida. Why not? Why y'all doing Florida? Alabama. <laughs> Cape Coral, Florida. Damn <laughs> I wish you'd quit. Just I was, stop. I, I was you know, to, I hate I so many things you choose to be. You know that? Me? Yeah. I hate so many things you You're choose to be. You're the ball, Mama. You can't say you something. Try oh, be, yeah. <laughs> you try to be a Colorado fan Is for a few weeks. Huh? Is he? Are you? Huh? The ball, Mama? I'm yeah. coming. Where they at? You're coming. Hey, hey, hey. Where they at? Family show. He's talking about Colorado. Colorado. He's talking about, yeah, don't don't ban us, Facebook. Uh, A man protesting pyrotechnics was caught on Cape Coral security system screaming around 3 a.m. Friday morning. Firecracker, firecracker, boom. Uh, (laughs) People in the southeast 10th Avenue (laughs) got an early fireworks show. It wasn't one you could see. But when you could definitely hear the dogs were barking, we go outside and this guy was screaming. I mean, so loud. Uh, the security cameras captured him screaming. Uh, he seemed to be upset that people were celebrating early, um, but all this happened just before 3 a.m. So she shouted at the guy screaming, and then he he screamed back, "Firecracker!" <laughs> but, yeah, that was firecracker, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 like Beavis and Butthead or something. Back up, Terry. Back up. Yeah. Oh, God, Terry. Like the most Beavis and Butthead thing ever. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to do our bowl mania, and we got a giveaway. Spur's going to talk about how that goes. And um, Spur also has to dig out of the cup of oh, misfortune. Gosh, again. Yeah, again. Because I don't lose around here. Uh, here we go. We'll be right back. Do you have dreams about what your property could be? Whether it's driveways, ponds, septic, new home construction, or even forestry mulching. Let us earn your business and make your property dreams come true. Call Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for supporting small businesses that support you. Again, that's Premier Excavation at 865-766-9408. Hey y'all, it's the Vol Daddy. The C&D Tire Pros are your go-to experts for nearly all of your vehicle needs. Located in the heart of Oak Ridge at 164 Fairbanks Road, they've got a 4.8 out of 5 star rating and that's very hard to do in the tire business. Tire installation, wheel alignment, wheel balancing, tire rotation, tire repair, brake changes, oil changes, hell, they'll even paint your back porch. I've known Zach since he was in diapers. We went to church together. We went to school together. We played football together. He's been changing tires since he's been in diapers. Give them a call today, 865-483-7455. Like them on Facebook. That's C&D Tire, 865-483-7455. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man here, The Spank. Like myself, DM Fencing are the best in the business today. They can install wood, chain link, vinyl, picket, composed metal, barbed wire, 
heck, bring them bamboo sticks, and they can install them things for you too. DNM Fencing, do it right the first time. Their numbers are 865-435-4515 or 865-387-1026. Give my friend Ted a call today. That's DNM Fencing. Well, All right, hush. We're back. <laughs> well, I'm hungry. <laughs> I had one of those volunteer burgers from Hardy's. They're pretty good. Really? Yes. Was it good? Yes. Bear in the Frisco. Day. It's very well. They got that candied bacon Frisco now. We're talking. I don't food. know. I don't like that candy bacon. We ain't giving no, a no Hardy. No, no. No one sponsors. Until they want to pay us, they're not getting it. Yeah, it'd uh, take about 45 minutes to get it. Let's do our <laughs> prediction. <laughs> let's do our predictions, and then we'll do the giveaway. Um, <laughs> Spur Spur lost last week, so he's got to draw out of the cup of misfortune to see what his punishment is. There's going to be a lot of misfortune in Orlando for some some of us. So let's see what he can either do this or he's got to. I don't think we've done anything. Twenty five dollars, have we? We've got to. We're doing them. We're we're all going to do it one day. We're going to go one Sunday. What you got? (laughs) Is it bad? Bad? This is great. Pretend to be a Jehovah's Witness at somebody's house, <laughs> at a stranger's house. <laughs> can we do it in Orlando, please? Can, yeah, but we're going to take all this to Orlando because we got to get it done. Pretend to be a Jehovah. Can, can I pretend to be a Jehovah's Witness that, that believes in flat earth, too? Yeah, I don't oh, care. Yes, I, mean, you can add whatever, you I can think add. you should do it in Cofield. <laughs> no, I think you should do it up on um, Back Valley. <laughs> I know we, 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 need a little, we need a little camera that we can like <laughs> put on you somehow. I'm going to have to wear a GoPro the entire time with Orlando. Yeah. That will be hilarious. You need to I think you need to do it up in New River. We got to get... Gobi. Oh, Gobi. Oh, Gobi, yeah. All right. Jehovah's so, Witness, okay. I had to study Jehovah's Witnesses now see how they act. Yeah, we got to take all them to Florida. We're going to have... We got to like spend a full day in Florida. To yeah. Me. All right, so we've got... Bowmania, I guess is what we're going to call Bowmania, it. Bowmania, Bowmageddon, which one? Whatever you want to call it. All right, so let them know how this is going to work. Spur, All right. and we'll go, we'll go wide open. These will be on the Vols Deep Facebook page. There's, I think there's like 41 to 42 bowl games. Uh, when you make your selections, you must also choose your national champion winner. So you not only choose the semifinal games, you choose your champion. Are right we doing then. that right now, too? Yes, we're doing that right now, too. Okay. Uh, that's part of it. It's kind of like a... Uh, a bonus pick, almost, so to speak. Well, won't we wait to the national championship one until the week of the national championship? No, no, it, that, that makes your pick mean more right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you have till the first game kickoff to get these in. So once the bowls start, we'll, we're going to cut it off. I believe the first bowl game is the 16th of December. So get them in quick. Okay, so let me make a note of that. And, Luke, we'll come up with some good prizes for this. Yeah, we have to come up with, like, a big – yeah. Like basket full of stuff. Uh, Edith wants to know who won the duel before we get started. Says so she's got money on this. Edith, your boy Spanky won the duel by one vote. Ain't no way. I had three cats vote for me. Well, he can't do that. Wait, who won? <laughs> I did. You, big daddy. Give it here, daddy. It's, it's Give a, it here. Go get it. It's over there. It's over there. I don't. I don't feel like he don't even care. I don't it's all like about winning. Up. But that's right. All right. This is gonna be a lot of writing. So, game one, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia versus Ohio. Georgia Southern versus Ohio. Georgia Southern, yeah. Let's not, let's not put Georgia that far down yet. Right here with them. We're going to go at least quick. Spanky, you going to go? 
I'm going to go with Georgia Southern. Ohio's 9-3. I'm taking them. Georgia Southern's lost five of the last seven. Give me Ohio. Ohio for Corbin. You said who's par? I said Ohio. Ohio as well. Give me I'll, Ohio as well. No, you said Georgia Southern. I know I did. No, I've got Ohio also. The New Orleans Bowl, Louisiana versus Jacksonville State. It can't be New Orleans Bowl if Louisiana don't win. Jacksonville State. Uh, give me Jacksonville State. They played good when I've watched them this year. You're going You're going Louisiana? Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Saturday night. I'm going Louisiana as well. The Cure Bowl, Appalachian State versus Miami. Of Ohio, by the way. Miami, Ohio, yeah. Give me the App State Luke Combses. Give me the MAC champions, Miami, Ohio. They looked pretty good the other day. Miami, Ohio is 10 and 2, but I'm going to take Appalachian State. I've also got Appalachian State. 11 and 2. Wow. The I'm new Miami, Ohio is a hell of a party university. I'll just let everybody know. New Mexico Bowl. New Mexico State versus Fresno State. New Mexico State. They have to win this one. It's their bowl game. I agree. New Mexico State. Yeah, New Mexico State. I'm going Fresno State. I'm going going off the, the rail here a little bit. All right. Uh, the L.A. Bowl, Boise State versus UCLA. It's L.A. Bowl. UCLA's got to win. Give me UCLA. They were ranked earlier this year. I still like them okay. Screw UCLA. Boise State's going to win this damn Man, thing. Man, so violent. I'm, he's always violent with his pig. <laughs> I've got UCLA as well. The Independence Bowl, Texas Tech versus Cal. Uh, I'm going to go with Texas Tech. also got Texas Tech. Swing your sword. Texas Tech Cal ain't very impressive this year. So all Texas Techs? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's correct. I've got Texas Tech as well. Famous Toastery Bowl, whatever. Whatever they whatever are. They're, they're not very famous, apparently. I'm going with Western Kentucky. It oh, seems hot, like let's they – Let's give the teams their hot shot. Oh, sorry. Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. I'm going Western Kentucky. It seems like they always win their bowl game, so that's who we're going with. It's weird they do, don't they? Yeah. I'll take Western Kentucky as well just because of – yeah. Corbin? I got the Hilltoppers Western Kentucky too. I do as well. Western Kentucky for all four of us. The Frisco Bowl, Marshall versus – Frisco Burger. UTSA. We are Marshall. You going Marshall? Give me Texas San Antonio. First bowl win win in history, and it's Texas San Antonio. I've also got UTSA as well. They look pretty decent against Tennessee. Boca, Ratton, Bowl. South Florida versus Syracuse. Let's go with Tennessee's former offense coordinator. Let's go South Florida Bulls. It, it's tough. They're both 6-6. Six and six. I like Alex Golish, so I'm going to go South Florida. Six wins, Jerry, and Syracuse. I've also got Syracuse. Gasparilla Bowl, UCF versus Georgia Tech. Give me them Yellow Jackets, baby. UCF screwed me royally earlier this year when they beat Oklahoma. So I'm taking UCF. Six wins in your end. Give me UCF. Oklahoma State's who they beat. Let me rephrase that. I'm going going Georgia Tech. They looked really good against Georgia. I think they're going to keep that rolling. Uh, Birmingham Bowl, Duke versus Troy. You can paint me a Birmingham. Give me Duke. Troy's 11 and 2 on the year. They're always pretty solid. I'm taking Troy. Troy. I'm going to take Duke in this one. I think they're pretty solid to win this game. I'm taking Duke as well. 
<clears throat> Butch is back, baby. Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois in the Camelilla Bowl. Give me the fighting butches. Uh, champion for life. Let's go, Arkansas State. That's for you, Ron Jackson. Six wins and you're in. Northern Illinois ain't picking Butch Jones for nothing. I'm going with the life champs. Get them some rings. Make them some T-shirts. Five-star yep. hearts. Yep. Let's go with Arkansas State. Let's go with the fighting wild Joneses. Uh, the arms, Armed Forces Bowl, James Madison versus Air Force. This is going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. That's, that's one to, it's going to be a good one. It's a sleeper. It is a sleeper. Uh, give me James Madison. Come on, James Madison. I'm taking Air Force. They've been pretty solid so far this year. Uh, had a strong start, kind of fell off a little bit here at the end, but they was solid as, as could be undefeated up for so long. And James Madison, they bitched so much, they finally got a bowl game. All these teams, all these years, come to Division One, didn't get no bowl games. James Madison had to raise all this hell, and they finally got, and they finally broke the system and got one. This was tough for me. I wanted to go Air Force, but uh, I went with my gut. I'm gonna go James Madison as well. The Potato Bowl, Utah State versus Georgia State. I'm going with Utah State in this one. <laughs> Give me Utah State. I hate Georgia State for reasons. Huh? Give me Georgia State. Georgia State. That one's gonna, I bet that one gets huge ratings. What do you think? It probably will. <laughs> What's funny is uh, if it's in the Idaho Bowl or the Potato Bowl, that's got to be at Idaho Stadium. And Idaho went from FBS to FCS. So they're going to be playing in an FCS stadium if it's like the past. Hell, yeah. Uh, I've got Utah State as well. I don't think there's any way Georgia State's going to beat them. Uh, that's my opinion. 68 Ventures Bowl, South Alabama versus Eastern Michigan. South Alabama. I, I can't pick a team that's named Emu, so I'm taking South Alabama. Six wins and you're in. South Alabama. <laughs> South Alabama for me as well. The Las Vegas Bowl, Northwestern versus Utah. Give me Utah. Utah. Give me Utah. Northwestern's lucky to have a bowl game. After yeah, all I that, thought this, after I thought that. this was a really bad matchup. I've got Utah as well. Remember all that controversy beginning of the season, Northwestern's coach after all them years being fired yeah. and everything? I'm surprised they even got a bowl game out all this season. The Hawaii Bowl, San Jose State versus Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina. Give me San Jose State. San Jose State. I've got San Jose State as well. The Quick Lane Bowl, Bowling Green versus Minnesota. This is going to be such a big Facebook post. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota's got one of these five-win teams that's made a ball game somehow. I uh, will still take Minnesota in this one. Five wins and you're in. Give me Minnesota. They, I mean, heck, they beat Iowa. They beat Iowa. Six they wins and you're in. Five yeah. wins and you're in in this case. I'm going Minnesota as well. First responder bowl, Texas State versus Rice. Give me Texas State. This is just terrible ball game right here. Texas State. Texas State. The Bobcats. Uh, Ball Daddy's going to go with Rice. I'm going to go with Rice. Okay. Guaranteed rate bowl. Kansas versus. Guaranteed what? Guaranteed rate. Rate. 
Thank you. Get your mind out. Sorry. Kansas versus UNLV. Uh, give me the Jayhawks. I like Kansas. UNLV is nine and three on the season. Impressive for them. Eight and four Kansas, but Kansas beat Oklahoma. That's a good point. Give me Kansas. I've got Kansas as well. Military Bowl, Tulane versus Virginia Tech. Tulane, Virginia Tech continues to struggle. This one kind of surprised me a little bit because uh, Virginia Tech's favored by seven and a half. I like Tulane. They're 11 and two. And they still like to beat these power five teams. Let's go, big dog. Tulane. Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina. <laughs> Versus West Virginia. I thank God we're not going there. I know, I don't want to see Hopple get that. I mean, North Carolina, Matt Brown's getting that mayo. You know what? I, I look for an opt-out to leave, leave, leave North Carolina without a quarterback. I'm taking West Virginia. Yeah, give me West Virginia. I told everybody about North Carolina this year. Give me North Carolina. Holiday Bowl, Louisville versus USC. Caleb Williams isn't playing in this game. I, I, I seriously doubt he plays in this game. I will take Louisville for that reason only. Give me Louisville. Uh, Louisville. Well, I've got Louisville as well. It's getting a little harder here. Can't help it. Texas Bowl. Oklahoma State versus Texas A&M. Oh, give me the Aggies. Aggies. Oklahoma State's 9-4. and four. They lost to Georgia Tech earlier this season, just recently. I will take Texas A&M. Give me Oklahoma State. I've got Oklahoma State as well. Uh, that, that conference just didn't impress me any. Hit the uh, comment box real quick. Miranda wants a recount. Matthew Bowen says, uh, <coughs> South Carolina Juice Wells going to UT. I think that we got a really good shot getting him. Uh, unless it's just became official or something. Um, Tyler Duncan says, who's winning the Super Bowl? I'm going to go 49ers right now. Um, and then Edith wants to know, Spanky, what bowl is Colorado playing in this year? Yeah, they're not in one. Uh, Fenway Bowl, SMU versus Boston College. Give me SMU. <clears throat> SMU. SMU's 11-2 in the season. Boston College is 6-6. Six and six. It's their first bowl game since 2019, I believe. Uh Give me SMU. I've got SMU as well. The Pinstripe Bowl, Miami versus Rutgers. Mm, give me the U. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, give me Miami. What was this Miami team? Everybody said it was going to be championship caliber this year. Same mm. old Miami that I always remember. <laughs> I've got Miami as well. The Pop-Tarts Bowl, North Woo! Carolina State versus Kansas hey, State. Hey, we can go that. It's in the Camping World Stadium in Orlando, by the way. What day is that on? It's it's two days before the the Citrus Bowl. Uh, It'll be fun. Give me Kansas State. Kansas State. Give me NC State. Remember, we we play it. I didn't realize that was NC State until I just looked at it again. Remember, we play NC State next year. We do. We do. Alamo Bowl. Who'd you pick in that one? Oh, my bad. Kansas State. Okay. Uh, Alamo Bowl, number 12, Oklahoma versus number 14, Arizona. I got Oklahoma. This, this is a really good game. I, I, Oklahoma. I'm going to take Oklahoma. 
where in the hell did Arizona come from? Is what I want to know. It's been lingering. Like, like they they come out of nowhere. Give me Arizona, just out of that fact. Arizona. I mean, Oklahoma lost Arizona's to Kansas. Hey, off the top of your head, can you name their mascot? Arizona Wildcats. No, uh, are they? Yeah, the Wildcats. No, they're the, oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'm Arizona talking about State. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. All right, Gator Bowl, Clemson versus Kentucky. Oh, so that's why we didn't get the Gator Bowl. Clemson's there. I thought that was the Music City Bowl. Give me Clemson. No. It says Gator. I mean, that's no, it. Auburn's the Music City. That's right. Never mind. I'm going with uh, Clemson. Give me Clemson. They've played better since the first half of the year. So all four Clemson, right? Okay. Yep. Sun Bowl, Oregon State versus Notre Dame. Give me the Fighting Irish. Ooh. Another game where I expect a opt out. Give me Oregon State. Wait, no, I'm changing that to Notre Dame. Oregon State's quarterback's transferring already. Okay. Notre Dame. Give me an Oregon State. I think they've been pretty good this year. They've they've stayed right there in the top yeah. fifteen. You can blame his transfer. And this is a this is probably the worst Notre Dame team in a pretty good while. They're pretty bad. I've got Oregon State. Liberty Bowl, Iowa State versus Memphis. Oh, how how great is it to to have a ball game in Memphis? In only ball, to yeah. find out, hey, guess what? You don't get to go anywhere. You get to stay at home. Yeah. Uh, Give me Iowa State. It's ugly. Blue, blue, my blue suede shoes, eh? Give me them Tigers. Memphis? Yeah. Give me them Tigers of Memphis. That was a terrible Ed Ogeron impression. I'm going Iowa State. The Cotton Bowl, Ohio State versus Missouri. Give me. We're going to be in this bowl game, everybody. We're going to be standing on some business. Give me Missouri. I can't believe. I'm picking Missouri to beat Ohio State. But I can't believe I did either. I'm picking Missouri to beat Ohio State. Well, I'm not. I'm picking for the most wins on this damn board. Give me Ohio State. Yeah, they didn't play anybody. I've got Missouri as well, and I, it was really hard to write that yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, the Peach Bowl, Penn State versus Ole Miss. Hotty toddy, gosh almighty. This is a no really tough. Go ahead, Corbin. It's tough. It is tough, but I'm going to take Ole Miss. I think Lane Giffen has had a hell of a year. I bet he's going to use them peach emojis on Twitter. Win these games. Give me Ole Miss somehow. I've got Penn State winning this game. Music City Bowl, Auburn versus Maryland. War Eagle. You're going to see my SEC loyalty here, uh, Auburn. Auburn, ain't no way. But no way they're losing to Maryland. I've got Auburn as well. Let me switch papers here. We're getting close. Orange Bowl, Florida State versus Georgia, if it happens. Sick em. Woof, woof. I'm calling it right now. Oh, 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 oh you're not going to win this game, Georgia. Oh, man. All right. I got Georgia. Georgia. I got, picking Georgia? Yeah, I'm picking Georgia. I got Georgia. Okay. I got Georgia, too. I'm definitely picking Georgia. Yeah, I've got I've got the puppies as well. Arizona Bowl, Toledo versus Wyoming. Give me the Cowboys. Wyoming. God, this, is, this is ugly. Give me Toledo. They're 11-2 on the year. Yeah, give me Toledo. I've got Toledo as well. Reliquest Bowl. Nice, L- nice town, nice city. LSU versus Wisconsin. Go Tigers. Give me LSU. LSU. 
Yeah, LSU as well. Citrus Bowl, number 17, Iowa versus the number one, Tennessee Volunteers. Anybody Vols. Picking, don't get to season? I don't think so. Give me those Vols. Vols by 50. Like I said, when Iowa plays ranked opponents, they've scored zero points this year. Give me Tennessee. All four for Tennessee. Fiesta Bowl, number eight, Oregon versus number 23, Liberty. I'd love this to is see a weird matchup. This is a weird matchup because we don't know what Bo Nix will do, uh, but Oregon's just so talented. I'm, I'm taking Oregon. Liberty's not as good as, as uh, Tulane was last year, I don't believe. Give me Bo Nix in his last collegiate game. If Liberty – if it was 12-team playoff, Liberty would have made the playoffs this year. But give me Oregon and Bo Nix. He's going to ride off the sunset after like 25 years in college football at quarterback. At the top. I've got Oregon as well. I, don't, I just think it's a, it's a stupid matchup, personally. I think it's one of them. Let's throw them in there and see if what, you know. Well, like I said, they would have made the playoff because that's the way the system works. All right. Rose Bowl, Michigan, Alabama. 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 I won't say the two words, but give me Alabama. That is four Alabamas. Mm. Sugar Bowl, Washington versus Texas. Give me the Huskies. Give me Washington. Texas. I've got Washington as well. All right, so who is your national champion? Huskies. Alabama. Lord, forgive me. Alabama. Huskies for Spanky. Huskies for the Vol Daddy. Bama for both of y'all. Yeah. We're picking points. Might as well. Points in the Tennessee game. Points Tennessee game. I'm going to go with my norm. Whew, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, our team going to score? Mm-hmm. I'll call it 37. Go ahead, Cole. 53. Luke. Man, this is tough. You just don't know what they're going to do. I'm going to go 35. 32. All right. We won't need a tiebreaker because I'm going to get all these correct. We will – well – we're we're, st- we're still doing NFL after this, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Where's Travis Duncan at? We need him like, to make these picks. That's what I said. Yep. So I'm going to start getting him to do them before I pick mine. So. I, I need him for, like, FanDuel and stuff. So next week there's 10 NFL games to pick, the boys. So. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. Episode 28 in the books. This will, yeah. For the ones, if you missed it or you want to catch the rest of it or whatever, it will be uploaded uh, either tonight or first thing in the morning. Hey, thank you to everybody that's tuned mm-hmm. in tonight. We had a lot of new people watching. A lot of new way. people, a lot of comments, a lot of likes and, and shares. And it helps when we're not going up against a certain uh, head coach on the radio, so it's kind of nice, I think. I think that, that might, yeah, throw a little people our way. But thank you all very much, and we'll see you all next week, hopefully. Go Vols! Go Vols! Go Vols.